What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, I'm diving into the real reality of Housewives Heretics. I have Josh and Kaylindy, the dynamic duo from Housewives Heretics podcast, engaging me in my first threesome today. We established the difference between HCU archbishops, archangels, and official deities. Discuss our housewives' personality charts. Dive into the history of their decade-long friendship and the creation of their podcast. And play the most detailed game of this or that ever. This was a three-way thrust in creative chaos that I would cherish forever. Lock in while I clock in, because we really got into it I'm great. Ready to get this going. I just drank some caffeine and I'm a little boozed up. So we just finished <laughs> uh, we just finished uh, a little bit of one of So we got fired up for you. How exciting. That's awesome. This is my first double interview. I'm excited. Okay. I've never had two people on at the same time. Right. And, and, I'm it, and we'll probably talk over each other. So get ready. <laughs> it's very Andy Cohen esque. Just speak right over each other. <laughs> so the music is a pro. So, so, so I love it. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I don't yeah, do I, that at all. No, good, good, good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she, she uh, I, I like when she talks, and I'm one of those people that never shuts up in an Uber because I feel like I have to fill the space. Sorry, let me, let me move my dog out of here. He is going nuts. I just put my two in the house. There we go. Okay, sorry. I gave him his sleepy pills, but uh, didn't work out so well. Yeah, so, yeah, puppy, he's six months it. old. Bless his heart, he's fighting it. Oh yeah, so bad. He, well, he napped for about twenty minutes, and then something happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, you just started uh, a few weeks ago podcasting. You just started. Well, I, well, I just started this podcast a little over a month ago. I did a podcast a couple years ago. That was all about the complexities and nuances about being black and or queer while residing in America. Got it. That's awesome. Thank you. 
so I did that uh, um, a couple years ago and I did that kind of like a mini series I specifically wanted to do 50 episodes and so I so so that started as a YouTube channel and then I was like I should do this as a podcast it'll be a lot easier to get it done and then I did that left that where it was hello huh hi looks like she made it Look how far we've come, my baby. I don't know the words, but I want to harmonize. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because we only know those two verses and we stole them. So, yeah. Um, I don't want to be left out. <laughs> <laughs> they said, I bet. That's your, that's your That's line. it. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. oh, my goodness. How are you doing, love? Fabulous, witchy, spooky, kooky, crazy. Which means we're gonna have a great conversation. Always. Yeah, I, I was just saying um, how this podcast kind of came to be. I did a podcast previously where I was talking about the complexities and nuances of being black and queer while being in America. And then that eventually led to me doing another YouTube channel, which eventually led into doing this podcast. And I started it a, a little over a month ago, and for some reason, I had the thought process of doing a podcast in the in the in the style of a talk show, where I have people on five days a week and talk to different content creators about their experiences with rea- with reality le- TV that led them to create content. And wow. here we are, five days a week. I can't do anything five days a week except for watch reality TV and eat. <laughs> oh, and drink. I could, I could drink five days a week if I had. You could, you know, if somebody paid me. If I was Shannon Storms Bedore. Yeah, no. If, if, if only. If you got that Vita Tequila sponsor. Uh, you know. You know. I, oh, I, my. I do love me some Barlow. I love that. Well, baby gorgeous. Strap yourself <laughs> in. We're ready. It's going to be a hell of a ride. I appreciate you both for being here. Thank you both for your time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. I love unique and interesting content creators and the name of your channel and your page and your podcast alone. I was like, oh, I have to talk to them. Yes, we take you to church. Please do. Well, I'm ready because I've done a lot of sinning, so I... So I'm ready to repent. <laughs> Not the place to go. We actually take you to church because you we make you repent. We make you sin too much. So, you know. Oh. Yeah, we got to forgive it later. Mm-hmm. Then I'm ready to become a member. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Skip, this, just skip this the whole a, sermon. It's a real Southern church where we talk about people behind their backs. So, you know, that's how it goes. Good old classy ladies with mm-hmm. small minds and big hats. Oh, wow. A chicken. And a lot of <laughs> You read my memoir. Yeah. That part. Favorite. New York Times bestseller, darling. Uh-huh. Unlike Lala Can't, but God bless her. <laughs> when did you guys fall in love with reality TV? Um <sighs> It started from the very beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it on um, you know, being Bobby Brown in our minds. It's Bobby. Oh uh, yes, the the origin story of Phaedra. Honestly, yes, the origin up, story. Oh, so good. <laughs> there Get was back. never. 
Sorry. Okay, for it. No, it's okay. I was going to say there was never a dull moment of that show. It was pure chaos, which is kind of our brand. And I live for that. I, you know, that's the first time being Bobby Brown has ever come up on this show. Wow. I'm slightly surprised. Well, um, that's because we started from literally the very beginning. So <laughs> that was our first internship. Um, not really yeah, itch diapers. Um, and we said, Hey, baby, gorgeous. Yeah. And Whitney Houston said, Keep it going, girls. And that's how it all began. Mm -hmm. And then we delivered Lip Chap to Safari on Flavor of Love. Oh, oh I've got news about uh. this. I'm sorry about Flip. So the woman who cuts my hair cuts the, the original executive producer's hair that was the executive producer on uh, Flavor of Love. And I am getting all the tea about it. He was the executive producer for Kristen Cavalieri's story uh, show too. That's why he moved to Nashville. And then not a very good choice because that didn't work out too well. But yes, and he... He's my hairstyle. My hairstylist's client. She um, kind of looks like Fran from The Nanny. We know who Fran uh -huh. is, right? We, we know. There's only one Fran. I know. Um, and so there's there's, there's, she, there's the Fran. Yes. So we started talking about reality TV, and we both decided there should be a reality show about like raunchy, horny nursing homes and like mm -hmm. drunk people. And she was like, "I know a producer," and I was like. Okay, really, but like we need like a real good producer. And she was like, he produced the best reality show ever, Flavor of Love. And I was like, Kino Safari. So. <laughs> I was like, what? Look, I, I was Get from Compton. I said 54th and Crenshaw. <laughs> okay, I said 54th and Crenshaw. I said, Lord, please, please bless me and keep my hands from fighting this bitch again. <laughs> you better stop interrupting my prayer before I beat your ass again. <laughs> the poor guy so that I wrecked me to whoop your ass. <laughs> okay. So um, I will buy your lip chap line. I'm addicted to lip chap. And that bitch deserved it. That bitch was awful. She kept pushing and, and Safari, like the angel from heaven she was, was trying to get herself together and keep her hands to herself. But when, you know- She repented. She tried, she tried, she learned. She, she got tried a to line. say goodbye and, <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little Macy Gray, a little, where's Karen? Where's Karen? Wait, shout out. Is the daughter still singing? I want to know. Oh, I forgot about that little moment. What happened to quote the Raven? Nevermore. Um, Nevermore. Like, and do they still fuck with Macy Gray now that she done came out of transphobic? Um, I wonder. Uh, Maybe that's I why there's no I mention hope. of that singing career. They they erased the tapes. Everything. They were up. just like. Hey, bravo, scrub that. Don't worry about it. Nevermore. Nevermore with the Raven. <laughs> I feel That's... like maybe Raven wasn't completely... Um, res I don't know if Karen's show did that well. And I feel like sometimes when you bring your family in that much, it opens you up for scrutiny. And when you're a lot younger like that, it's kind of harder. You know, Karen, you know, she's the granddaughter. Love. You know, yeah. greatness and then probably scrutiny. But from us, only love. That's fair. Now tell me, what is your coochie craving? <laughs> Not Michael Darby, uh, that's for sure. Sleep. <laughs> Even Tinsley Mortimer. Oh, uh, we love Tinsley Mortimer. 
you're craving Tinsley Mortimer. Okay, so you're upset about her not being in the New York cat. Now, do you think she's gonna come back to Legacy? I'm upset about that. I would, I don't no, know no, no, no. Yeah, she doesn't, I, I agree with her not being on that, honestly. I, I do think, you know, she, she worked well in that cast because, you know, she works well with older, rich, white women. <laughs> That's why yeah. it worked well. That's who she's used to being around. You know, she was the little, her mom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lord Have Mercer is the show they should have because we love Dale yeah. too and Dabney, which I is agree. not a real name. Dabney is not a real name. But uh, every time I say it, I'm like, Dabney. It's like a Looney Tunes name. Right. Or something you say when you hit your toe, like Dabney. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with that for sure. Yeah. guys feel about Ebony not being on the new New York? Interesting choice. Yeah, I was sad because I thought that they were going to get around her and that she kind of, she was so monumental in this movement, you know, this change, and I don't know why they would set her aside. I agree. I do too. I think what happened was that she's being punished for everybody else's mistakes. And I felt like they wanted to wipe their hands clean of everybody else. And they were so tired of dealing with them in the capacity of Real Housewives of New York. When you make it another show, it's easier to be like, sorry, we didn't cast you. We cast Kelly, Crazy Kelly instead. You know what I mean? Like you're completely cut off and then you would have to be re-brought in. And I think what happened was is that you know, nobody wants to feel, I, I just really think that nobody had the balls at Bravo to be like, listen, she's the only one that won this season and she's the only person that works in New York City. Let's rebrand it around her because they didn't want to deal with Luann and Ramona writing them emails every day. <laughs> I, I just, I really do. I think that that, I mean, other than that, I don't understand. It's such a stupid decision. It makes no sense to bring on your first black housewives, housewife in New York City and then only give her one season when she was the most authentic person on that show that season. And then on top of that, she changed the entire direction of the franchise going forward. Right, <laughs> no, right. absolutely. Exactly. So how are you going to be a whole shakeup and then not give her a moment? Let her have it. She's Let her run with it. She's the reason yeah. for the shake. Like, she's the reason for the shakeup. That, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. So and I'm I just trying wonder... to chalk it up to maybe she just doesn't want to do it anymore. And she's just like, fuck it. Y'all don't rent y'all. Y'all damn course, I'm tired. And I think that when she realized she had to audition for her Apple bag, I think that's when she was just like, oh, girl, fuck this. I'm tired. Y'all, yeah. I got too many other jobs to be playing around with y'all. I hope I, I think too. But I do think, I think she has a lot of other opportunities. I do. Oh, she's brilliant. She's brilliant. She's gorgeous. Why wouldn't she have so many other opportunities? But I think the network was a place where they did get so much negative feedback from last season of Roni. That, they wanted to start clean. Yep. Yeah, they wanted to start clean because a lot of people wouldn't want to watch because of Ebony. Right. And you do, and you do have, I think that you have a, I do understand in the sense that you are then going to get. Ramona, Luann, all these people that are legacy empathizers and all of this press that's gonna be around people that are just talking about it all the time, but they're gonna be bringing her down. It's kind of an unfair thing. They would probably be like, well, we, why would you fire all these other people? 
and not her. And you know, there's just a bunch of racists that watch Bravo. So, mm-hmm. we know that. Well, so I, I, I think I think on my YouTube channel called Racism by Bravo. So <laughs> I can yes. agree with you. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and so I think it was probably a very complicated decision. And what I'm hoping is that maybe it's a decision to introduce, start new, and bring her back in in a season or two give it more time and give people a way to be introduced to her when she's with people that they've are, you know, it's hard to introduce one person as, as the veteran and then everybody else is around you is new. It's easier to start new and then maybe bring in a familiar face. So That's I'm fair. hoping that that might be what they fingers do. Fingers crossed. I won't hold my breath. I'll cross my fingers because I don't want to pass out in this bit. Yeah, I'll definitely die on that one. Um, talk about dying on a hill, right? Uh, right. Do you guys have individual housewives heretics, or do you guys have the same views on your deities? Oh, um, I think they're definitely different. I do think that, like, you know, I, I think you would agree. We have some of the, they, uh, but I like look. I love Lisa Barlow, and she hates everybody from Salt Lake City. <laughs> Facts. The entire populace, um, yes. on TV and hey, not. Like so, yeah. Yes. I, yes, I, I Utah. <laughs> yes. So. Utah can step away from me. Thank you. Right. So I, I do think that, like, I mean, we we are big Sonia stands. We love Tree. We love. We Karen. love Tree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love. I obviously Nini is like the best of all time for me. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but we do have a lot of differences because especially like yeah. Well, I'm I'm not. Go ahead. You know, you you finish. I was just gonna say I just in a place where I think they're all terrible people in real life because I don't think you can afford wealth and be a good person. Uh, So I like like look at them. Yeah, I'm like way more, and, and I don't buy their bullshit. I can be entertained by some, but especially now, I don't think I like what's happening with the, like with the Kardashians where everyone's so and selling sunset and everything feels so fake. I'm not into that. I want, you know, I want the real shit. Well, it's almost hearkening back to like where like the hill, where it all started. Or like I was literally the, thinking the exact yeah, same Yeah, like thing. We're, we're, we're almost back to the hills. We're back to season one and season two of the Kardashians instead of in the middle. So it is, you know, I think that it's going to make its way. We live in such a celebrity and fame endorsement fueled world that has been changed by reality TV forever that it's kind of hard. I, I think we're just always watching it change. I see, I like certain aspects. Like I like, I like how the new Kardashians is filmed. I, I do too. I, I like the honesty behind it because I think they always controlled the narrative. And yeah. before we were trying to pretend like they didn't know that this was all coming out. I Like it was I, Ryan Seacrest. Right, right. And we all know that like if they had to, ha- I would love to see one of their, 800 page manifesto contracts where they just went back and they were you know that Kent Chris was detailed as fuck about what they could and couldn't do and nothing was getting by them. Yes, you know rewrite the art of war. Oh that's I always Ken or Chris Jenner is the only person that bamboozled the devil. 
<laughs> right. Like, nah. you remember that scene from the end of the Montero joint when, like, Lil Nas Ed snaps Satan's neck and then takes his horn? <laughs> that was actually yes. Chris. That was it's actually Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. <laughs> that was a story that Chris Jenner told Lil Nas Ed down to a party one night, and then he was like, I'm using that for a video. Yeah, she's like, that. Using She's that. like, Did okay. You give her her 10%. Yeah. She was like, okay, dog, give me 10%. She's like, sign on this napkin, please. Um, sign on this napkin. Right. I would, love, I would love if somebody out there was technologically a genius and could recreate that, take the video and just take it off, and then it's just Chris Jenner. Be great. And just deep fake Chris's head on Satan's face. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, for sure. It would be great. How did the concept how did the concept of heretics and deities come into play when you decided to cover housewives? That was Joshua's genius. That's an interesting question. Yes, I love alliteration. Um, I will, I will. Same. I, love, I love alliteration. And so I think that it gets people's attention, that it can be really fun. And I do think that, you know, it, it, it really has an impact. And so... Mm-hmm. What happened was, is we would talk to each other and we'd have these long conversations and we would just booze it up and we would just recap housewives and we would like laugh and have fun. And it just felt like a normal thing. And I was like, we should just record this. Like, this is hysterical, we're geniuses. You know, we're narcissists, (laughs) this is great. Won't other people wanna hear us talk to each other about nothing that they know about? This is the best Should I give them that privilege? (laughs) Let's let other people in and enjoy this. Um, I love that. Cause I just went through the exact same thing with my friend Megan, who I just started up a sister podcast to this show with called Housewives History. Uh Uh-huh. I feel the exact same way, but I'll talk about that later. Please continue. No, no, no. And so I think what happened was, is that in a way, you know, I don't watch that. I watch other shows-ish. I watch things that my boyfriend likes to watch sometimes. But I mean, I make, like, I have to watch Housewives every Saturday morning. I literally just on Saturday morning watched the first season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like the whole first, yeah. Like, and and yeah, I, I catch up on my new shows. And then it is my cartoons. I always go back to New York. I yes. think New York has one of the funniest natural casts. Um, mm-hmm. They have the best light moments. I think we get really heavy in a lot of other seasons and you can just put New York on like Scooby-Doo and you know, do your stuff, put around the house for me. You Scooby-Doo are is what? a perfect analogy for that. I, yes. <laughs> Scooby-Doo I, is a perfect analogy because every cast member of of Scooby-Doo is batshit crazy. Yes. Similar to every cast member of Real Housewives of New York City. No. Batshit crazy. For Bat- sure. And it's a to watch, you know, like getting well, naked they, in pools, hugging pictures of tequila, googling mm-hmm. trash. That's joy. And, and Crying it, into a bottle of Skinny Girl. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> don't let it be is, about I, Tom. I literally just watched that this month too. Don't, don't let it. Don't say it's about Tom. Don't say it's about Tom. That whole scene. Oh, they need an Emmy. The whole scene is perfection. I think I'm gonna puke, and then she pukes like. I think they've what... given RuPaul enough. <laughs> I'm telling you, they've given RuPaul enough. Give the bitch an Emmy because Luann and Bethany work that scene. And as much as I don't like Ramona and think she has a lot of problematic tendencies, 
that scene between her and Bethany, when that bitch leaned back and cocked her legs wide as she could, because they didn't go that far. But she cocked her legs open and said, mention it all. I was like, wait a fucking minute. Y'all are are this unhinged all the time. Oh. And that's like, I think it was the first. Wow, Wow, Bethany, wow. Wow. You don't support the women. They're they're just psychos. They're insane. Like, um, I think it was the first. Yeah, every that's why it's so such good TV, and that's what uh, that's what my favorite um, cast scene is is really actual connected people that actually have real relationships and are alcoholics. Yeah, and are alcoholics. Right. Yeah, because when you, with Roni, you can go into the Regency on any day, on any month, and that same thing. And you'll and, see Tom. And you'll see Tom with another mm-hmm. housewife. It with Harry Dubin, with another oh, one. always Harry Dubin. It could be me. It could be. Yeah, me, it, could be be it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Hey, Daddy. Dubin, Dubin, or Dubin or Tom? Uh, I think I'd Dubin. have to go Dubin because he Dubin. definitely has the bigger one. No, Scooby Dubin do. Scooby Dubin do. Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, it's as large. It's as big as Aviva's leg. That's why he's with it. <laughs> he was like, "This is a cock ring for me." Um, but the only, the only thing fake about this <laughs> is the leg I just put on top of it. <laughs> uh, oh, Aviva! Now, see, Aviva was okay TV, but she it, it was great to get rid of her because she yes. didn't. Uh, all of New York gets the assignment where I don't think that they really, you know, they don't pay attention to the cameras. Not And her ever dad was a predator. We... Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> About with, with him and yeah. Cody from Miami. Well, not even uh-huh. that. Like how he, remember how he pushed himself against Sonia and stuff? Oh, well, who doesn't? Who doesn't push that? What, what are you doing here without Dorinda? Like, who she doesn't push himself against Sonia? <laughs> no, Goodbye. she was. He's so Listen, creepy. I'll do anything for a damn toaster oven. <laughs> Just give me my Still fucking waiting. toaster oven. As long as there's bagel bites. Like, what do I have to do? Right, right. I mean, honestly, it is shocking. It's kind of like uh, fashions without fashions that it's taken Sonia this long because I would yeah, probably sure. buy a Sonia Morgan pa- uh, toaster oven. I would buy it just for the nostalgia. It's like when you buy like collectibles of like technology from the 50s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you buy it just for the nostalgia. You buy it as like a like, like, like a knickknack or a tchotchke. Like you buy it for the display, not for like, it's a collectible. It's a collector's yes. item. For sure. I just wanna open it and have um, Polaroid pictures of the photo shoot that Heather took, um, and Heather in the background, Ooh. like ripping her hair out, yummy tummy herself. Signed Polaroid, absolutely. <laughs> Signed Polaroids. Yes, yes, ma'am. How do, listen, how does uh, how does a housewife ascend to deity status from the experts? Only Teresa reached it. Ooh, you think so? I think we are we're big tree fans. I do think that there does 
For me, Lisa Barlow is the first one that's entered in a while. I I can win this show right now. But I mean, we <laughs> she we have the there is something I do think that she's up there. There's something very She's nice. not a I, deity. Well, I she, she's on her way for me. I mean, like, she so has she's giving her archangel a, tea. She, yeah, I think oh, I th- like I, maybe a bishop at best. My God. <laughs> Because I was like a prophet over Heather Gay. Oh, really? see, I think they are both great. Um, I, for me, I just, I uh, honestly, I don't know if I would be able to pick. I wish they would join forces, and then I could have like a Bethany. I don't know if they can though. It doesn't work that way for In Salt Lake City. Like you know, you need people that are like real friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, that's what I thought Dubai was missing. We were th- talking about it and it missed, you know, when you start a show, you kind of needed the Heather Jen moment, you need the Lisa Kyles, you need the um, Nene Kims. They kind of ground you, you need grounded in a real relationship. Um, yeah. And that's what was really hard for me with Dubai. I kind of almost got there by the end of the reunion, but I thought it was all going to be canceled because none of those people connect. Not that they weren't fabulous. Chanel Ion is a housewife. I just don't think that she or that group worked together. And I think before they start filming, if you're going to go into product, I think you hire them a year before and you say, if you want to, if we're going to re-interview you all together, we're going to do scenes. I think the casting team needs to work harder. I think we are finding nobody's that know have nobody that has anything in common and that can't connect to each other. People from a lot of different backgrounds can connect to each other over similar experiences. We're not interviewing hard enough. We're not putting people in the same room. We're not seeing genuine connection and we're just putting random people that we each find exciting in a room together, hoping that there'll be some sort of Jessica Simpson sexual napalm. And there's not all the time, like, you know, and it takes a while. Like I don't warm up to people very well in like a natural setting like that, unless I'm wasted. So get them wasted. But like, it takes me a minute to like, if I was meeting a bunch of people on TV, I, it would be hard for me to like be exciting because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fear there. You're not only on national television, but you don't know this person and they could be crazy and they could go like total Ramona on you. They could flip a table. Like, what are the examples that we have to look before? Like nobody wants anybody Shannon Bedoring yelling out their door like, you will all see see the truth. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think that we need to like do a little bit more work of having a group kind of like have you seen a real girlfriends of paris i think not yet but i know of them i've heard a lot about them i think they're working pretty good for me in the sense that they at least all had hung out several times before the show filmed and had some sort of individual connection with each other and so it it, it's it's light and it's easy it's very scooby-doo it's very light and easy breezy just not quite as funny yet so with Dubai, you're wondering, is this chicken that I have or is this fish? Right. Right, right, right. I um I think they'll get a second season. I think they need to do a lot of reworking, but I do think that at the end I saw that there were several women that had in the interim spent a lot of time together and you could see how 
things could change. I mean, Housewives is it's about good and evil. It's about it's about changing alliances. It's about human behavior. And if you don't have people that want to interact as humans, and you're just watching people be polite and get to meet, know each other, and be fake like they do at the, every other Tupperware party that they have, or I guess you know what I mean. Like nobody wants to watch an Avon sale. Like it's just terrible. And so yes. like shout out to Avon. Hey girl. <laughs> we we will do they your ads though. They have great t-shirts at Avon. <laughs> do they? Avon. Yes. Yes, they do. How did you two meet and come together to make this podcast? Um, a long, long time ago. A long time ago. Over what is like a decade ago? Um, yeah, my husband sure. and Josh and his partner all worked at Olive Garden together. Work. And so, yeah, so they would all obviously party together because in the service industry, you've got to drink to cope right. with your life. And the people right. never ending possible that. equals never ending vodka ball. So, exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, and then we met that way. And we just started talking half lives and then we became besties. Yeah, it was an instant connection. I love that. What is the one opinion you guys always agree on and the one opinion you uh, you guys always disagree on? We definitely always we... disagree on um, Salt Lake City because I loathe <laughs> them. Um, I, I And I think Kalindi had said it well earlier. I mean, even it's hard for me. I'm one of those people that wants to really believe that people know better. You know what I mean? Like it took me a while with Erica Jane. I mean, I the just turned, I, I just joined, I just mm -hmm. turned against mm -hmm. Kyle. I, I mean, I literally like 15 minutes ago, just turned against Kyle. So like it took me, it takes well, me years. Well, this season left you no other option. Yeah, I, this I, season really but, left you no other option. But that's where I stand. Uh, I let people abuse me so I have no other option. And Kalindi, the moment she sniffs it, cuts them off. They're done. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. They only hit me where you can't see it. Like, it's fine, it's fine. You know, it's just like, it is one of those things where I, um, I don't like to believe that people are bad people until they give me no other option. I like to think that it's all just a mistake. And that's yeah. a terrible and a good quality. I think I think it makes me nice. I think it protects me for yeah, it protects yeah. me from being completely disappointed. But I'm also one of those people like usually when I'm done, I'm done. Like I'm not yeah. a person like so I think what it is is a protection in the sense that like if I had that feeling, I'm just done. Like it's over. Like you're not gonna yeah. save yourself. Like I, I can't. I, I see you completely differently for forever, and so I can almost not enjoy it. Like I, I want Kyle kicked off now. Like the moment that I can't stare, <laughs> I'm like get rid of the bitch. Like the bitch has gotta yeah. go. Yeah. And I'm like Tanisha banging pots and pans at him <laughs> for years. Yeah. Like she couldn't get no sleep because of y'all. Yeah. Because no of sleep me. Because of me. Talk about no G. Talk about it, OG. Shout out to Tanisha. Listen, we gonna get in the bag, girl. G give me just two seconds. We gonna get in. Oh, we gonna get in the bag. Oh, we gonna get in the bag, girl. <laughs> yes. Do me. you guys? Do you guys have a housewife astrological chart? Let me explain what that is. Okay. I just figured this out, like this morning or like yesterday. 
mm-hmm. what I consider to be a housewife astrological chart is like the housewife that you think you are, the housewife that people would think you are, mm. and then the housewife that you actually are in reality. I love Interesting. that. That's so hard. Let me give you, so, so like, here's my chart, okay? Which all three of my housewives just happen to come from the same franchise. That was not on purpose. I think that I present myself like a Monique Samuel, mm. right? <laughs> However, I think that the internet sees me more like a Candace Dillard Bassett. Mm. However, my husband would tell you, in reality, I'm more like a Katie Ross. Oh, wow. Three queens okay, right there. Girl. I Three queens. I love Monique Samuels so much. Um, I and I, I don't stand people I, often. I, I love Katie Monique Ross, Samuels. too. So Same. And her bad wig. <laughs> well, she don't have her on last episode. She didn't yeah, have any I'm, hair. I'm very concerned. My God. <laughs> I'm not I concerned am. for her. I like I like this journey. I like your crazy Katie. Like, I like I, crazy Katie. I, I like her. crazy Katie for the same reasons that I like Kelly Ben Simone. But I also yes. have oh. the same worries about their yes. mental health. Wait, exactly. you like Kelly? Wait, wait, like, you liked Kelly Ben Simone? satchels full of gold, golden filled satchels. Um, yes. One of my favorite yes. moments ever is Scary Island. Scary Island is, I mean, it is a work of art. And she's like, that... <laughs> <laughs> I had dreams for days that you were trying to kill me. I just felt like you were going to murder me. You I'm had a psychotic like... break. <laughs> yeah, systematic bullying. I think that's the first time that we heard about systematic bullying when Kelly Benson looked it up. I swear to God, like she Googled on her Blackberry a big word for bullying. Also, what system? Sister. What system is bullying you? What it, system? It, it was literally Bethany Franklin. Skinny girl? Is skinny girl a system? Is like, skinny girl a system now? Or, no. Uh, now, if you want to get deep with it, because I am a Virgo. Was she you're trying a Virgo? to like, break the fourth one? Yes. So many housewives are Virgos. That's what I thought you were going to say. And my husband. And serial killers. Oh, and my husband. <laughs> I'm Sagittarius. Lots of serial killers there too, and lots of housewives. So listen, I, I'm not gonna. Well, full disclosure. Judge me how you want. It's my show. I don't give a fuck. Um, it's funny that you say that because I am a true Virgo, Virgo, right? Uh-huh. And there was a period in my life where I actually studied serial killers. Okay, hobby. I mean, don't we all now? I mean, it's all over. So you saying that, I was like, oh, you called me out. Damn. Because I was like, oh, there are a lot of Virgo serial killers. I was like, ah. There are. (laughs) I only know because I'm on the list because I'm self-involved. I only read the list and remember the list because I was on the list. So. If If I am a serial killer, I am going to go the American psycho route and just... I, it's all an illusion. Who knows? Who knows if I really killed him? I think I killed him. Did I kill him? Did you see me kill him? Did I kill, did I kill you? Genius. <laughs> Are you dead right now? Are, Are we you? actually hallucinating? Check your poll. Hey. Yo, where are we? That's right. I, 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 I turned my back around on you. I would totally go that route. I would totally go full-blown Ralph Pittman gaslighting. One yeah. million percent. 
Now, how, now, do you want some time to think about your chart, or do you think y'all have, y'all can just snap one? Um, because it can come back to it. Uh, Interesting. I, Everybody's I like so flawed that I like. I'm like I am not like them, you know what I mean? No, I'm like, like don't I don't. Me. I definitely have Sony Morgan really in my chart. I don't. You are don't, definitely, yeah. I'm very much a Sonia Morgan. I think that I'm not her level of delusion. Maybe I am. Just in a different yeah, maybe brand. Maybe that makes you so Maybe, maybe I, this is you talking uh, marketing right now. Yes. Maybe yeah, look at it. Maybe I am. Uh, I need an intern to answer that question for me. <laughs> um, all, all non yes or no answers will be answered by intern. Um, I think that I may think, I may act like a Sonya. I think other people would think I'm a Sonya Morgan. Okay. And, and then I, who do I think I am? <sighs> That's hard for me. I don't know. I think it's who I defend always and like understand their perspective the most because that's probably who I think I am. I, I understand Teresa's perspective a lot, but I don't think that I'm her. Teresa's just so dumb. Like, it's hard for me to like, I don't want to, like, I love her and you can be stupid and like a good person. It's just, yeah. she's just not a very smart person. Um, but love her heart. Like, she's sweet as, she's sweet as apple pie. Um, she's sweet as sprinkle cookies. <laughs> Definitely not a Melissa. Our I arch like, nemesis. I feel like that I probably come across as one of the lecturers. So like an ebony. Um, and that's why I get so mad when people love her because that's like, this is what I you talk about in 2020. That's who I think. Like if I couldn't be a Monique Samuels, like I like, well, I choose I chose Monique because I know for a fact that I don't give Ebony, but I feel like I could actually present as Monique. But Ebony is the goal. She is yeah. like, she's she's my deity, if you will. Yeah, maybe she's who she's I think I am. Love that. Or who I want to be. Um, I don't know. I think you're very much like Ebony. God, I think if we, I think if we got to know Ebony a little more, I think they didn't give us a lot of light Ebony Ebony. So well, how can you be light with those idiots? <laughs> exactly. See, see. Then that she's searching a... for her sister in the office. Uh, in the office. Yes. It was like, well, Jesus Christ. Goodness. Give the girl and a break. It was COVID and the election was coming up. What was anyone else talking about? That's all I talked about. Someone in the store could be like, are those mentors too? Do you want them in the bag? And I'd be like, who do you think you're voting for? Are you informed on who your local representatives <laughs> are? Uh -huh. <laughs> See, I think you are an Ebony. Um, yeah, and, and, and I agree with you. And I have to think that th this might be a cheap way out, but I think that because Ebony is such a strong character, in your sense, people could think you're an Ebony and you could also just be an Ebony. Because yeah. Ebony was so transparent. I think that I could probably think that I'm an Ebony and people would probably be like, no, you're more of a Monique. Mm. Uh, well, Monique is such a great place to land. I wish I was- Yeah, I love her. Because uh, I think that people that know me would think that I'm a Monique, but the internet would think I'm Candace. Okay, interesting. 
you know, because Candace, I'm giving her another chance, but was my arch nemesis for a little while. Um, um, because because I, I love Monique, because I love Monique so much. Yeah. And I was the, the camp, like, we don't hit people, but if you talk that much shit, you get hit. So, yeah. like, you know, I, I just think that human, I humans are flawed and humans are human. And I know myself, and if somebody got that close to my face, it's a, it's like Toya married to medicine. If you like touch me like I will like punch that, you in the fucking yeah, mouth. And it's, and it's not my fault. It's not my fault. You started it. Like, that's not just, it's just beyond. Like Just like Safari said, I'm sorry that I had to whoop your ass. <laughs> yes. I would have never whooped your ass if you wouldn't have hit me first. I wish Monique would have just quoted that to quote the great disciple. <laughs> it would have been a great moment. Just bring it back. I think, okay, so I'm falling out of her mouth. Right. I think that I, um, so I think people would think I'm a Sonia. This is going to be very controversial. Okay. Oh, but I, I love Heather Yummy Tummy. Oh, God. And I like, I love Heather Thompson. Um, Glindy's gone. She flew away. <laughs> um, I'm dust. I, I like to think, I like, like, a, I like the relationship between, like, Heather and Carol. And I like to think that I'm the two of them blended. Because I like Carol a lot, too. I think Carol's a great housewife and very smart. But I think Heather was one of the most genuine, kindest housewives we've ever had. And that's what I like to think of myself. Um, so, okay. Uh, Okay. Um, I feel so, like that Josh can also be perceived as um, like Kim Richards. Oh. Oh. Because you're super okay. loving and loyal and hilarious. Are and we just gonna mention it all? Kim Richards is a yeah. Dark but history. then like you you're also willing well, to talk about that. the husband. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But like when someone pushes you to that extent, you'll stand up for yourself. But I don't, I, I don't mean that you're like you need to go to rehab or anything like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, I we wouldn't. What like, she means is that you have no problem regifting. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we Especially all have boundaries. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. We all like... have boundaries. <laughs> so that makes me want to ask because I've heard you guys say a couple of times, well, this may be controversial. This may be controversial. What is the difference to you guys? What is the difference between a controversial housewife and a problematic housewife? Ooh. Well, in housewives land, I think that I would define that differently in my normal life. Housewives, I think that those overlap a lot of times. Yeah. Um, controversial to me is like polarizing, like Kenya, candy. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Like candy gal. Oh, you mean candy? Oh, I, I meant like, candy. I was like, world, yeah. Miss Worldwide is like, not. Wait, it's not worldwide. No, candy gal. Everybody um, loves her candy except for, you know, I think she's a little boring a lot of times, but she's fine. But problematic to me is Ramona, like ignorant. Right. Like, I can't enjoy you anymore because you don't shut your damn mouth about important shit, so now I have to hate you. See, here's my thing with Ramona, is I can still enjoy Ramona. Ramona, to me, is really authentic to herself, although she has a lot of terrible She's qualities. herself, you're right. She although she has a lot of terrible right. qualities, I do think that I, there is something about me, even when you're a bad person, if you're being who you are, I can only appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's like, I mean, completely. It is a strong word, but I get where yeah. you're going with that. Yeah. Well, I I think that last season was my was the straw that broke the camel's back for Ramona. I didn't find any of that entertaining. I thought, 
you know, she's just too old and too much of a bigot to be on the show anymore. She's yeah. outgrown it. Yeah. You know, like has... it just doesn't make sense anymore. But I will yeah. support you, Joshi, and say that I not maybe not appreciate, but I always will would rather be in a room with a Ramona where I know she's saying what she means and she she stands behind it and she says it with her chest than any of the Beverly Hills girls that act low yes. and act like they can. Kyle. Like a Kyle, that, right. Kyle yeah. who will turn on you every moment just to get a new show. The thing about Ramona is, is that we're all Sonia's and that she abuses you, but you know that she's gonna do it. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like it is just her as a person. It's not personal. It's just that she is a destructive human being. She's just and a monster. She's like, no, Lucia, don't invite her. Yeah, she's just a monster. And there's something that's like a serial killer. There's something yeah. interesting because she's got the charisma. You know she's gonna do it, so you almost blame yourself. You're like, well, why would I let Ramona make me? You know, you have those people where you put up the boundaries and you're like, well, you can only be this much of a friend, but I really am entertained by you when you're flouncing on a noodle and macrame. <laughs> so like, I'm gonna give you six <laughs> days a year, like, so I can just watch you flounce around, order people around, not know anybody's name, but like, we can only be so close. So, so far we've deep faked, uh, Satan in the Little Nas X video, mm -hmm. and now you're gonna deep fake Ramona's face on Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Precisely. Got it. The Netflix it. version because they tried to make everybody feel really bad for him. I thought so. There was. I definitely... haven't watched it yet because there... I actually studied the real case and I right. watched way way more footage than a normal person should. But uh, I'm going to. <laughs> at some point, I'm just waiting to read all the reviews. Uh, it, I watched all of it. It's interesting. I mean, as somebody that knew the story, I think that it really makes you sympathetic towards him. I really do. I think that's it, why it, everybody's pissed. It really humanizes him in a way that, and it also tells a story that's not exactly true. So, like oh. the parts where, like in the beginning parts of his life, where you start to empathize with him, I don't know where exactly that way. And so it kind of, you know. It made you understand where he was coming from. Didn't make you think he was a good person, but like you were like, oh, that's how you make a serial killer. A villain rather than story. he's just a serial killer. killer. Yeah. Yeah. They they yeah. told um, they told a story instead of telling the truth. That's what I felt like. Well, shout out to Ramona's victim. <laughs> <laughs> they are plentiful. Oh. Bless their hearts. Do you want to play a game with me? Yeah. Sure. I've created my own housewives this or that. Okay. Okay. And I am excited to see how you guys are gonna do with this. Okay. You ready? Okay, yeah. give me the exact rules so I know so I know what I'm doing. Yes. Like, you first uh, Clinton. Okay, okay. Okay, cool. So the so the rules are basically there's one rule. You are Tyra Banks. There are two housewives. You have one contract. <laughs> where you giving the contract to? I love this game. And the housewife's name, who you call, will immediately get a contract for next season and pursue on their way towards becoming America's next top housewife. And the other will immediately go back to security. Got it. I love that. Can Ready? you hear me? I can hear you smizing very clearly. 
Okay, perfect. Let's. Drew or Sanya? Sanya. Ugh, get rid of them both. Sanya. Double elimination. <laughs> no contact. Which is a fair answer, by the way. You can eliminate them both. That's okay. Fair. I mean, it happened when Tiffany, that was, that's when the great moment happened. We were rooting for. Yes. That's what I want to say to Sanya. You can that's be an Olympian, but you may not be a housewife. Oh, me too. That, me wow, too. I want a, to like Drew so bad. I want to like Drew oh. so bad, but the fact that she tries to gaslight these women and these viewers the way that Ralph gaslights her really pisses me off. Mm -hmm. And she never acknowledges the Ralph shit. It's just like such a crazy, honestly, I cannot believe that nobody this season, and also like she lets Ralph get away with it. She's like, oh, Tampa, hysterical. Can you imagine naked massages with an assistant? Ralph, Ralph is got the a best whole dad. assistant giving him massages <laughs> in Tampa. Mm -mm. Wow, your assistant is calling your husband gay behind your back. Right. Yeah, no, you're so worried about who Sheree is paying. Right. First of all, you knew Sheree didn't pay her bills when you came on this goddamn show. Why did you want to throw a party with her in the first fucking place? Is my question. You, you got got. You, you got got. <laughs> you, you got just got. You getting that cash out. Yeah, I I also love like these people, and I understand, but like. Honestly, Sheree is, she took her 14 years to have fashions with fashion, a fashion show with fashions. She's not giving you $800, girl. Like, Never. she's not giving you $800. She will show up in a $7,000 poncho, but she will not give you $300 for a balloon. Sorry, mm -hmm. it's not gonna and, happen. And why did, why did we stop going out to eat? Like, why couldn't they just go to a private room and let Bravo pick up the tab? I don't I'm understand. I'm telling you, cause I, maybe that was a scheme that Drew set up to come to us with Sheree's bullshit. She's a schemer for sure. She absolutely is a schemer and a scammer. That bitch stopped by a whole pet food store to, to get a doggy biscuit. That bitch ain't never had a pet in her life. And you better bet if I did that, I am a way better bitch. I wouldn't have bought the smallest phone in the room. I would have came out with a T-Rex motherfucking femur and thrown it Exactly, I would have robbed like, a museum. She like, I was like, what is that, your lunch? You threw your chicken bone at somebody? Like, stop, stop. I would have loved knocked her to out. see the footage of Drew carrying that big ass bone in the house though. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> I would have loved to see her just get at all the housewives. I'm like, why the fuck she got this big ass bone? Like, <laughs> what does that smell? Why? What does that so smell? <laughs> Why does it smell like Scooby like Snacks? She's like, day three, we're having a land before time party. It is what it is. Get over it. I know Mufasa said never go to that graveyard, but I went, bitch. So I'll talk about it later. Like, like get over it, Sarah. Little foot is okay. here. Okay. Hit me with the best shot. Kenya or Marlo? <gasps> oh, that's hard. I would love, I think- These are only gonna get that. Season. I but think I would, Kenya. I would, I think they both should come back. Yeah. Okay. Kyle or LVP? And I'm not a Kenya stand. I, I, oh, LVP or him? I don't like either of them personally. Yes. What about well, you, Well, I didn't like Kenya Kyle that much. Um, I, I'm ready for more LVP. I think bring LVP yes. with a different with a different cast, for sure. 
interesting. Okay. What were you about to say about Kenya? Oh, I I did not really care for Kenya at all. And I think I love Nini so much. I thought Kenya did Nini so dirty all the time. I think Kenya is combustible. I didn't like I didn't like how she treated Marlo in the dance class. I think that they both trigger each other a lot. But I think Kenya really showed up and I think she, this season and I think that she's becoming a more patient and maybe a little bit better of a person now that she's had a daughter. I think she sees the world a little differently and I can see those soft spots of Kenya. I need full grown housewives where I can see every part of you for me to like you. I mean, because before I just don't think like, you know, I felt that, you know, you never saw the nice or soft spots of Kenya. She felt like a steamer. I think um, she's just tired. I think Mark Jones <laughs> I think Mark was her motherfucking match and Kenya is just tired. I, I agree. Think she phoned it in this whole last season and she's tired of the bullshit. She got got. She never but got I got also, before. Right. But I also think that her and Marlo are the exact same person. Mm -hmm. We always say that, yes. I think yeah. they're the exact same person. I think they could have a great sisterhood. I think either, but but I don't know if it will ever happen because they are so similar. And mm -hmm. those those scars are so deep that I don't think that they're possible with especially who their parents are for them to ever completely heal. So I don't know if they could ever get along. Same. My only I difference just feel like, oh, sorry. That, that sorry, I think King is smarter. That's all. True. I think I, that I King think is smarter and I think that Marlo is more desperate. I don't oh, think Marlo listens. I think Kenya listens and uses that as a weapon. And that's mm -hmm. what makes her a better fighter. Marlo just attacks, reacts, and then, and then like you explodes. But Kenya gets ammunition. Um, but honestly, if you think about it, it's kind of a Ramona Bethany situation. They were mm -hmm. also very alike. They had the same damage. Um, they both were self-made women that did it because of their alleged abuse. I mean, Bethany was really rich when she grew up, so I don't really love that she always thinks that she earned it all. But, um, you know, their damage is parent damage. When you have people that have damage that is related to, like, childhood like that, if you grew into protecting yourself the same way, it's... ...have somebody like that because they trigger you. So that makes me want to say something controversial because I personally think that Kenya Moore is the Lisa Renna of Atlanta. Uh, oh yeah, okay. But not as bad, but yeah. just not uh -huh. as bad. Like she's done a lot of really malicious shit, but I don't think she's ever done anything nearly as bad as Lisa Renna. But when you bring up parent damage, it makes me wonder, and the reason why I think that this is controversial because of what I'm about to say, rest in peace. What the hell did Lois do to Renna? I I don't think that this is a parental damage thing with Renna. I think that this has to do well. There could be something to do with the sister. There's or is this that, just Hollywood desperation? I, I think, think it's Hollywood de desperation. I, but I, I think, think she's started, lost it. Well, but I think it started as a child. I think she was has like a personality disorder that she needs. And I don't think it's like mama trauma. I think it's literally she loves Just attention. Just a need for attention. Yeah. Yes, and she grew up in a small place, and so she really thought she could be a star. And then she went to a place with actual stars. And then instead of going back and being sane and getting a real job, she's like, "No, I'm going to do this." And so she did it any way she could. 
So you think she has narcissistic tendencies? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I think that she doesn't know how to differentiate this as a show that's reality TV. I think she thinks she's playing a villain on a soap opera. I really think, and she's writing her own character as she goes. And and Erica's getting getting into it too, where they are the villain. I mean, that last speech where like, it's gonna give me cancer. It's one of the most ridiculous, like you can't believe that. And like, she doesn't believe herself anymore. And like, it is getting, she's overproducing in a way where she's also the actor. And so it's not fun. I loved Lisa Renner for a long time. I still think Lisa Rinna is a great character. I think she plays the game in a fun way for Beverly Hills because I all think I think they they all are just so fame hungry. I mean, even Camille commenting on everything all the time. Camille Donatachi Grammar always has something to say. You know, I it's think just exhausting. Rinna is. I think Rinna has been deplorably malicious her entire mm-hmm. time on this show. Absolutely. And I think it's more than a character for her. I think it's her actual character because if you watch her daughter screaming out for help and attention and saying that her parents won't pay for therapy bills, she's sick. Because well, y'all, and you know what? You bring that up and you see how these women reacted to Crystal posting on social media about her AD, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they have that same reaction when Renna's daughter was online talking about what a terrible okay I'm because just, of the faux four because of the faux faux five the Fox News five mm-hmm. <laughs> that is pretty you know genius what? I I won't let it go I've been calling them that for damn near two years now genius and I won't let it go that's great I love that. I mean, especially as Teddy Mellencamp as Lou Dobbs. <laughs> Asshole. I can't stand. I used to really defend Teddy Mellencamp. I can't <gasps> fucking stand her now. You defended, like, tell it. She is probably did one of my least favorites. I'll tell you why. Season I one, like she's... a lot of, I like a lot of housewives that the fan base hates, right? So I like someone who's just a normal ass person so the okay. girl who doesn't come on who has money but but like doesn't necessarily walk in the room with head to toe fendi on i can appreciate that okay right? i get that yeah I, yes season one i appreciated on. that like she was a person i could relate to she i i love the girls that come on the show and they could almost come on the show as a viewer walking yes. into real yes housewives. i agree. like a gina on oc Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly I get that. way about her. But the shit that she did with Lisa Vanderpump's brother, I was like, oh, fuck that bitch. I'm done with her. That shit is I crazy. Think, yeah. Well, you I can't season sit one, and discredit we were, okay. a woman. Well, I you think... can't discredit a woman's grieving just because she right. didn't tell you bitches that she doesn't know about your relationship with, with her brother. Bitch, you only been on that show two, two seasons. She don't know you. Also, and we were also, we were also not Dorit fans. Dorit this season's been kind of funny. I don't think she's a housewife, but she, uh, we're, we hate Dorit for most of the part. I love that I'm talking as we, but I loved Teddy holding her accountable for being late. Like you're fucking late. That's one of the things on the show. Like I, I'm ordering, I'm drinking. That would have been me. I'm going to be wasted and I'm going to be gone if I, I'm By the time you show hours. up. I'm not and I'm not leaving you the tab. 
Yeah, yes. absolutely. And so I loved that. But what happened with Teddy is nobody wants to be friends with somebody that is their personality is actually just holding you accountable all the fucking time. Because if you're so busy holding everybody else accountable, you, bitch? like, it's, but she never <laughs> held herself really accountable. You know what I mean? She was like, yes, I did that. But if you were such a person that lives off of a code of holding yourself accountable all the time, you would have never been so easily duped by a gaggle of gays that was trying to take Lisa Rinna down. I mean, Lisa Vanderpump. Like, it didn't make sense. It made me think like, oh, you're, you're just- on top of that, how'd you get duped by Lisa Vanderpump's gays in the first place to well, try to take Dorit down? Oh, I know. And it's because- Shout Con- out to John Sasso. Because she says for the Kyle. Kyle always hated Lisa Vanderpump, but wanted she knew that there was a benefit to having a friendship there. I think the exact same thing. And and Kyle, I mean, it, it shows a lot that Kyle has been on that show with five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred other women, and the only person mm-hmm. she actually hangs out with is Teddy Bellingham. That's the yep. only person you made real friends with. That that sludge of a pure person, like, and and I, honestly, like, you're pregnant coming for Denise Richard, and I didn't understand the Denise thing either. I mean, I'll talk about it all day. I mean, who cares if she slept with Brandy Glanville? Even if she's lying about it, who cares? People lie about who they sleep with all the time. Her husband was clearly okay with it. They get jerked off by Masseurs together all the time. Hello. But, you know what I mean? Like, so that's none of your business. Keep your nose out of her relationship. She has kids. If her and her husband are fine with it and she said she didn't want to talk about it, she doesn't have to talk about who she sleeps with. Nobody else does. Speaking of talking about who people are sleeping with, Monique or Candace? <laughs> who, who, who's sleeping with who? Or who would I sleep no. with? <laughs> oh. That was the next this or that. But... Oh. They're talking about who Brown Dick Bassett is sleeping oh. with this season. Right. Oh. I I would have loved Monique to stay on. I, I prefer Monique over Candace. Candace for me, um, I don't like how Candace fights. I I don't I think Candace fights really dirty. So um and it's just not it, you know, it doesn't work. I but I appreciate her. I but I would pick them. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, moved on and I think long live she has a whole other love and marriage. Exactly. Long <laughs> right. live long in, love and marriage. Long live all these own uh, new reality shows. Like that's mm-hmm. do a candy gal. And I think it has a malicious mouth for sure. Um, I don't think she's that much worse than other people in other franchises. I think she just gets a lot I of agree one million percent. Oh I agree. She. I mean she's no worse than Heavenly. But I hate Heavenly, so you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, if I had to hear your- That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, okay, people you're... people stand Renna and hate Candace, and that boggles yeah. my mind. I have to- Candace I think... goes below the belt in- But like, Candace goes below the belt in defense of herself. Renna and is just like flat that. malicious. She's rapid fire. So, uh, throws shit off of her tongue because she's intelligent, and she will murder you with her mouth instead of putting her hands on you. Rena calculates and thinks of vicious, evil, premeditated rumors like that Yolanda's not sick. That's horrible. That's a- that somebody's uh, close to death. That people are doing coke in somebody's gosh, bathroom. Yes. So that somebody I, said things that are racist and homophobic. Absolutely right. Yeah. I think what Rena does. 
Yeah, I think what Rinna does is is just as bad. I think personally for me, the way that Candace fights triggers me. I think that I I know I know the monster that's Lisa Rinna. I've seen so many people like her. I know how that person fights. And for me, Candace is so in your face and strong it i can't i can't handle and so that's why i think it triggers me i'm like so you'd rather shit, some, so that, you that's why i'm like if i was winning, i would have hit her too some, so, so you can handle somebody fighting sneakier versus somebody being very very direct with it i yeah i think i i think exactly i think it has a lot yeah i i don't know i think that i wouldn't choose neither but I would rather have a Lisa Renna, I think, than a Candace. I, I don't like the huge, I don't like the huge explosions, but I think I would get along with Candace more. I think I'd want to be with Candace's friend, but if I was fighting with somebody, Candace would just really make me blow off the handle. And somebody like Lisa Renna, I'd be like, oh fuck you. You know what I mean? Like it's easy for me to like. Ooh, it's so easy mad. to blow off Rena because she's so obnoxious that you almost can't take her seriously. Where yes. Candace has a mouth that will get directly to your soul. It's Candace very can break your soul. It's very Nini and Sheree. We see each other. Very, we see yeah. each other. Yeah, you can break my soul. Yeah, Candace can break your soul. Though. Right? Candace like, would break my soul and she'd cause me to explode. Yeah. I'd yeah. throw the lettuce. Yeah. I would, it would make me go to a combustible place. And Lisa Renna, I would like, we see each other. I know what you're doing, bitch. You're not going to do this with me. And I got your number. You know what I mean? Like, it's Okay, it's that easier. makes sense to me. It's easier to sense. fight somebody like Lisa Renna because I would go through the moon at somebody like Candace. And I would just but be like, not present. So you're less able to keep your composure with with, with Candace. Just because she, I mean, even if it's true, with the way she says things, and, and yeah, I mean, that's just, I, I yes, that that's a trigger to me when people yell. And so, like, it, it's easier for me with somebody like Lisa Renna. And Lisa Renna's just such a character in the sense that, like, she doesn't even look like a real human. So, like, you know, like, those lips and Candace is so beautiful and I feel like for me too I would enjoy Candace's company so much so if she acted like that like she did with Monique I would feel betrayed because I think I would really like Candace I don't think I would really like Lisa Renna as a person I think I would really like Candace as a person I think she seems fun to be honest so, so Candace makes you feel like you've been personally victimized by Regina George Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Got it. I think I would rather be friends with Candace, let her fight me and forgive her because I know what she's saying. It's just words. It's real. Like, yeah. And, but I just know she, it's just words. She doesn't actually mean the thing she's saying. She's just saying it to hurt you. That's not yeah, it's necessarily how she feels. Yeah. And so like, I right. would be like, okay, I get it. You're loud. I'm a yeller. I'm okay. That's you're fine. just talking shit. Yeah, you're just trying to get, you, I hurt your feelings, so you're trying to hurt mine. I got it. Jenna doesn't stop and tries to defend an army and like yeah. terrible thing and it never ends. And so no, even bye, if you want to rise above allegedly. it, yeah, even if you want to You rise above all those haters? Like candy, yeah. <laughs> even if you, if they're beneath you, you have to leave the show because you can't live realm without them making it a storyline. So that's I'd it. Rather take on Candace. That's why I would rather take on Lisa Renna because I'm petty. 
I like the petty fights. Oh no, I wouldn't leave the show. I would fight the way she fought. I can fight like Lisa Rinna. I can't see. I fight like Candace. I can't <laughs> fight like Candace and be cool. Like it, it. I just, I'm not that person. It's, I'm very. It's just too much for me. And so I think that that's what it is. I do think that that makes sense. I think my boyfriend fights like Candace. Like he would, he could fight Candace. And so like for me, I'm just like, well, let's just talk about it. He's like, no, I gotta leave you alone right now. Like we gotta stop. And I was like, no, yeah. we should keep talking about Andy. it. <laughs> like his partner. Yes. Like we will hurt your husband. Oh yeah. I'm like, you gotta give me time because I'm gonna hurt you. So go Same. move on. Scoot a boot. And I and I come from a debate background, so I've mm. been raised to fight like a politician. Mm -hmm. Got it. So And I don't and I'm also a southern that I'm gonna regret, woman, so, you, you know? know? Right. And right. so and that makes sense because Lisa Renna sets traps. And she wants you to act that way. And so Lisa Renna sets traps and Candace drops bombs. Absolutely. Yep. She throws nukes, as Kelly Dodd would say. <laughs> but she, Kelly Dodd wasn't half as smart as Candace, so she couldn't throw those nukes. Yeah, she can just wear ignorant ass hats. But oh, yeah. we'll get to her. The worst. Me. Jill or Bethany? Bethany. Work. Yeah, I love Jill. I, I love Jill and I hate Bethany right now, but I think Bethany knows how to work Roni. Now, depend on who Bethany was with. I wouldn't want her back with the new cast and I can have Jill with any cast. Okay. Yeah, that's my my thing with Bethany that I always I think she's great TV. Things she's are funny. I loved those golden years of Roni. Um, like Tinsley's early season, Bethany. Ramonia, that's gold to me. Mm -hmm. But Bethany, it would always, I mean, it would annoy me because she was the only one that it felt like she was in. The other girls, like I said, you could set up a camera at the Regency any night of the week, any month of the year, and they're all Thanks being exactly themselves. And then Bethany, it was like she wouldn't see them and then come in. And so it just always felt like an intrusion to me and that she was showing up for a check. And I didn't like that. Right. Because she was. That's what she was doing. <laughs> That's exactly what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gretchen or Alexis? Oh, what a duo. <laughs> I think if you would have asked me when I first watched the show, I would have definitely said Gretchen. But now I would absolutely probably say Alexis. I hate Slade so much. And I just uh. don't know. I don't know if Gretchen has any more to give. But I would do a lot to see a Gretchen versus Tamara now. Or Maybe. see them. I think Gretchen with Tamara, I would pick Gretchen over Alexis. Because I think that either they're gonna, if they would either fight or join up, it could be fun to see Gret Bass Lake together. At Bass Lake. Send them to fucking Bass Lake. Like, <laughs> I, always, I always want Gretchen around, just like I always want Camille around. Oh, love Camille Donatachi grammar. Like one of the worst. Those and you know shoulders. what? And I love like looking at Gretchen, like wondering if she has Same. George Washington teeth or if they're real, if they're fake. I and I I she was for me when I hold on to your daddy's girls. I fell in love <laughs> with her that moment she walked in that limo. There was something about when she was naked wasted. I was like, why are you picking Tamra? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I, I was like, this is good. Like, this is what she wanted. 
you mm-hmm. wanted a woman like this is what the show show's supposed to be all, you got all, it and it made and then the husband died we're gonna talk about the husband and uh, the urn oh uh, let's talk about the husband and then the urn was there and then the townhouse now then Slade came in and ruined her yeah well sh- but I, shout Alexis. out to their baby yeah shout, shout out, out to Sailor Skyler Skyler Sailor. Like I would love a Tamara Alexis um re- I'd love a Heather and Alexis. Tamara Gretchen. Ooh. Bring it all. I'm excited to see Taylor. I'm excited to see how she blends. Do you think she knows anybody else on the OC cast? No. No, no, she definitely only knows Tamara. She might know Heather. She might know Heather. Yeah, she might know Heather because I mean, they would have crossed paths Bravo-wise probably eventually or sometimes. And you're in Orange County, and I know that Heather probably had dinner with her before they started filming. She at least met her before. A rundown. I'm sure. So, Phaedra or Candy? Phaedra. That's so hard. For you. Easy for me. <laughs> Easy for I, me. Phaedra, I will, 100%. I will say candy on principle because I think oh. the rumor is unforgivable. And I'm so I'll mad say Phaedra on superintendent. I don't, what are you talking about on principle? <laughs> because you can't, like, that, that rumor was too much. Honestly, like you have to draw a line somewhere. I honestly, I think, when I saw Phaedra on Girls Trip, forgot the rumor. Still don't remember. I mean, that's what I was um, gonna say is that I'm so mad that she made me love her so hard on Girls Trip and made me miss her so much. But I just, I think that you have to have some kind of line. Like that's fucking sick. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. See me? I forget. I'm like, no, she didn't really mean it. Like, this is Apollo's fault, clearly. She's going through hysteria. We can't and, blame her. And all I'm thinking in my mind is, you get That's all I hear. Every time <laughs> yes. I see Major's face, that is all I hear. That's oh. all, every single time I see Major, that is all I think of, and I get chilled. I think of, who's Richard? <laughs> I think of I've never heard of a doctor to do that. I I actually only thing I think of when I see Phaedra is that pickle photo shoot, and then and then the baby shower with the white. Yes, yes. Okay, now then candy, candy, the bougetta was good. Candy brings small moments, and she yeah. is a really huge star. I just want Phaedra with Portia. I, I mean, I really, we could go back to the very beginning, season three with them. Bring them all back. I would have loved to just see Portia come on uh, Portia's family front and just settle that over there. So we could have got that, com- com- compartmentalized it and moved on. I think That's interesting. they would have got them settling their friendship over there on one damn Portia show. I think that would have held them over until Candy maybe would have gotten over it or just left the damn show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Vicky or Tamara? Oh, I think it's hard for me because I love the OC. Uh, terrible person. 
but she gives us so many good authentic moments. But Tamara works better in groups. So because she's the OG of reality TV, she gets it. Tamara gets it. She needed a break. She won't say that, but I do think that there are times when people need a break. She was yeah. too in it, and sometimes she needed to be taken out. She was thinking too much. She was stirring too much. She was crying in bushes. Like she needed yeah. a, a break. She needed a break. But I do think that she's the better housewife overall, probably. Tamara is every Tamara is every ghost producer's favorite ghost producer. I feel like without mm-hmm. Tamara, there would have been no Kenya Moore. There would have been no Giselle Bryant. Mm-hmm. I just feel like those women wouldn't exist without a Tamara judge. Yes. So agree. But I do wish they would bring back Vicky, at least as a friend, yeah. because she is one of those people that are just funny to observe. That she's just well, a if ridiculous... she's not screaming, I don't want to hear it. Like, right. I, yeah, like I, I think about Vicky and all I hear is screaming. Like, I think about Vicky and all I hear is... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I think about Vicky and, and, and all I think about is <laughs> like it's always that same cadence. Uh-huh. I think about Vicky and, and your problem with that is <laughs> I, I'm not understanding. I love when she speaks in squirrel tone and it's I so high pitch. Oh, I love that. But, but but those come in small doses and they're wrapped in a lot You're of right. shit I don't want to deal with. And I don't love her love life. I think that I don't want to hear a lot about that. Like I don't She was calm. She yes. was calm. Yeah, but I think that I think that Tamara, that's the problem with Tamara though. Tamara is one of those people where she thrives and she needs kind of a Vicky. She needs a she group needs where she can off. thrive in. Yeah, she, she and needs she, a Shannon Bedore. Uh, oh, absolutely. She needs something to thrive off of. She needs and, chaos. And Shannon Bedore should thank Tamara Judge because I'm positive that they're only bringing her back because Tamara's because there. Tamara's coming back. Yes. yes. I think that Shannon is ready for her. Oh, Shannon's ready been ready for, Shannon for a while. For yeah, a that's while. what I mean. Yes. She I, should have been paused with Vicky and Tamara. Yes, yes, she needs to stop. They should have paused the entire Trace Amigas at the same time. Absolutely. It didn't make sense why they didn't. It they really didn't. Higher show. Fair. I thought they, they should have got rid of Because they could have got rid of the entire fucking cast. I'm like, go to fucking honest. San Francisco. We don't need to be in Orange County. Like, San go Diego, even. Yes, I, absolutely. I mean, I don't understand why we haven't been in Denver, Las Vegas, Chicago. There's so many places. Like, go somewhere else. Go to Portland. Because they're still debating on whether they want to hire me as a producer or not. But I digress. Oh. <laughs> well, can't well, lower your your asking price for them for season one. <laughs> There would have to be clauses and conditions. Mm-hmm. We would have to talk about what my contract is set up like, because I'm a very busy girl. Now I'm willing to work numbers, but as long as you're willing to work clauses, <laughs> Santa like, clauses, um, like um, as long as you're willing to <laughs> work me on the back end, and I'll work with you on the front end. I'll say that. Yes, do an Iron Man contract. Every day. Yeah. But gave me up for saying I usually like to be worked from the back end and the front end. <laughs> I love oh, yeah. you. Thank you. Shout out you to know. Nate. Shout out to Nate, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly or Heather? Heather. 
say anything else. Gina or Emily? Neither. Mm. Damn. <laughs> Nicole Richie. Mm. I think Emily for me. Because of this past season or just in general? I know that she's a terrible person, but there's something about Emily that I like. I love Gina. I don't think that I would get rid, I don't think that neither can exist without the other. I agree with that. So like it but would be I hard will- for me. I like Gina. I don't like Gina for that show. I think Gina is a reality star. I think she needs to be in a show that is different for that not that show. She's not an Orange County girl. She's an Eastern girl. Like move her to Chicago. I just she should have been on the reboot of New York. Move that bitch back to New York. Oh, she would have been great. Like I I just don't think that she's in Orange County. It doesn't, she doesn't make sense with everybody else. And the only person she makes sense for me with is Emily. Cause they're real friends. I agree with you. I like her. I don't like her on that show. Right. But the thing is with me is I want to see Gina without Emily. I don't necessarily want to see Emily without Gina. See, I can it's- handle Emily with like Tamara. See, I think, and so, and I can handle Gina there too. So it is complicated. I, I, I don't know. I like Emily a lot as a person. I don't know why, and I probably don't really. But there's something like about her. her I connect with, but she is kind of boring. I've liked her since she came on, but I will say that this is the first se- this last season is the first season where I forgot that she was a Republican. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That See, was my yeah. drawback with her. K- Kalindi has to remind me all the time. All the time. I, that I, was I, my drawback with her. Was I liked her as a reality star, but she just looked like a Republican. Oh, Don't judge okay. me. I'm not saying that there's a Republican look like there's a lesbian eyebrow. But but she gives Republican vibes. There may be. Um, there um, may be. It, yes. And it may look like Emily. It, 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 okay. looks like, it looks like Orange County. Period. Right. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sutton or Diana? Sutton. Do you recommend Safari's lit chat for Diana? Uh, I recommend something. Yeah, I'm, I would like to know what the source of that was. I don't know though if it would turn her ignorant ass to dust. Uh, Do you recommend Lisa Rena silicone for Diana? Um. Anything to help I Diana. I, I, <laughs> Lisa Renna took up I for her in an interview and said that she used to lick her lips like that all the time, too. And um, somebody said that they I bet you did. Her... Yeah, right. I couldn't tell whether it was drug use or plastic surgery or both. I was like, what is going on here, girl? Girl, I don't listen. I hope I never find out what's going on with Diana's chapped ass lips. I hope she carries her chapped ass back back to Bosnia. Anyway, <laughs> Brandy or Denise? Ooh, Andy. Denise. Love that. Go, go. Oh, I I think Brand Brandy. I couldn't. She's just too much for me. I, I mean, on girls' trip, she, I mean, I can't even understand how she could say Jill is the thirstiest housewife, because she is. But over Brandy, Brandy literally <laughs> talks about it every day on a podcast. She's so bitter. She's up there in the Bitter Betty Committee with fucking Danielle Staub. They want to be housewives so bad. I don't like Brandy because I don't trust Brandy. I think Brandy is a liar. And I think 
Brandy doesn't know that she's lying, which makes her dangerous. I think she's on the border of being a sociopath. I think that she manipulates things in her head to make them the truth when they're not really the truth. Like, and when it's convenient for her. Like, I just don't like people that will do anything for a storyline. And that's Brandy to me. Then she needs an IV because she's so dehydrated, but Denise gave me nothing, so. See, Denise gave me normal, like really rich fucking star. And I think- Season one. Season one. Yes. And I don't think she was given the opportunity season two. They decided to take her down next. And she wasn't, she's not that girl to that fights like that. You know what I mean? Like she didn't see it coming. She got blind. I think she set. is. Oh. Yeah, well, I, think I, why is. I think she yeah. is. I think if Me she came too. back, she would be. Here's why I think she is. There's a video of Denise Richards on, there's a compilation of Denise Richards on Watch What Happens Live before she was ever a housewife. And if we would have gotten that Denise Richards on Housewives, she would have been a motherfucking icon no matter what she did. She literally simulated giving Andy Cohen oral sex on Watch What Happens Live. I think that what happened was after season one and how she was kind of free about like her life and everything, I think Charlie Sheen tried to take away the kids. Okay, and who the hell I think is she- gonna give someone tiger blood? Grown, over- first of all. And He's- then she did a whole two season reality show on E Channel called, exactly. called Denise Complicated. She- I love that show. I love Denise Complicated. Thank you. Thank and I love that Denise. Same time as Paris Squirrel, where they were taking Charlie Sheen's, Sheen's other wife, Brooke Burke, to their uh, to rehab. The yes. Like, I was Kathy's like, first show. And why is Brooke Mueller doing this? Oh, Brooke why Mueller. Is I said Brooke. Of all people doing this. I, very odd. Very odd. It's a, It was an odd show. It was, a, but that was an odd time for reality TV. Like that was also mm-hmm. the 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 time of the surreal life and the bad girl. Club. Yes, that yes. It was on oxygen. Paris's world was on oxygen. So I rest my case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Camille or Rena? Camille. Camille. Nice. Yeah. I'm just gonna skip this one because I don't even. In fact, no, I'm not. Crystal or, or Teddy? Crystal. Crystal. Period. Yeah. Garcelle or Erica? Garcelle. Garcelle. Bonus question. 818, Vita Tequila, Casa de Sol. Casa de Sol, Eva Longoria, baby. Um, so I haven't had Vita Tequila yet because you can't buy it in Nashville, but Lisa Barlow and John Barlow assure me via DMs that it'll be here soon. But I did have Casa del Sol on Saturday. It was really good. It was really good. Um, but it's grapefruity at the end. So Casa del Sol, I think. I think I liked it better than you. Well, and I don't drink tequila. I only so. But Casa del Sol doesn't taste like tequila that much. It is weird. That's what everyone says. You take it tastes. Tequila. I it made. I haven't really had a lot of like uh, cognac in my life, but I feel like it tasted like a mix of eight one eight and um, Jack Jackie from Basketball Wives cognac. Like it's together. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, 
never saw it as a hell of a damn cognac, baby. It had, it kind of had that end. It tasted like that and it didn't burn. It was really smooth. So it was Uh, good. It was good. And I would like to try the Reposado. I think that the aged one that was in the barrel a little longer, I think it's kind of a mix of that. It's not too smoky. It's grapefruity and kind of like a barrel. It's good. I would, I want to say Casa de Sol for the Eva Longoria of it all, but I have questions for Eva Longoria. This has nothing to do with reality TV, but I want to know what, what what the fuck happened to Marisol down to the devious maze and why she got snatched out that window and then y'all canceled the fucking show. Right? Why would they do that to us? What a great show, too. What a great show. Uh, and, and, and next how time I saw investors? Marisol, she was popping up on fucking house. On fucking how to get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> also a great show. Also uh, an amazing show. So good. Um, and then even Longoria has a billionaire husband. Like, why does she need investors? Like, make your own damn tequila. Start your own fucking network. Her Mexico. So like, I guess because okay, I France, would live for her own. She network. needed the French connection. I I am surprised she like, doesn't buy your one in Mexico. Like, Start your own fucking network, reboot Devious Maids, reboot Desperate Housewives, and get off your fucking ass. Like, what are you doing? And like, work. Put, and hire all of them. Like, get off your fucking ass and work. I, I agree. I genuinely need it. Now, from the, her- from the heretic's perspective, if you guys could write on Indeed.com the job description for the next housewife, or or or, or 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 for the next generation of housewives, what makes a great housewife to you? And that's the problem. There should not be casting like this. This so this is why. Oh, so a great housewife for me is I want somebody who acts that um, way in like natural habitats. So like right. I I want I think that these producers should be at parties. They should be out at the clubs. They should be at the Regency. I don't know why they're not at the Polo Club in the Beverly Hills Hotel, and they're not casting at least two or three women that know each other, and then bringing in friends or other people. The the best part about a housewife is that you can't write down what qualifies a housewife because they need to be their own unique brand of housewife. All the housewives that we're talking about that are these iconic um, goddesses don't really have a a lot in common except for they're badass bitches that live their truth a lot of times. And so like, we wanna see other people's truth and we wanna see people that can act that way in a group and are really comfortable in themselves. I mean, I think you have to, and that's why I think older women work a lot of times. It's hard when you're in your thirties and we live in such a society. <laughs> I think it's easier when you're like established and you can, you can, you, uh, I thought you were gonna say like Nicole Kidman. I was like, we're not going to the ANC <laughs> theater. We're I'm not doing say, it. Whoa. <laughs> no, they Nicole can, Richie, for sure. They can barely afford Denise Richards. They cannot afford, yeah. We, we would love a show where right. they do, where they do dinner parties with Nicole Richie and Rachel Zoe. We start mm-hmm. in the closets, and I don't care if there's friends. I just want to see them fucking talk shit uh, and at, drink on a Tuesday at Balthazar's. Yeah, and drink wine and just have fun. I live for that. If you could do a cash trip over, 
what would it be and why? Oh God. Um, like relive it because we loved it or re. I'll give you three choices. You can either A, redo it so that it's better because it was boring and shitty. You can either B, redo it to make to to make sure that it doesn't go as bad as it went, like not as like crazy, or C, relive it exactly how it is just because it was amazing. I want to relive C, um, the Mexico where the the Mexico. Me too. Cancun, New York. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. where she puts it on backwards and they go the tequila tasting. Yes, me too. That's exactly what I thought. If I could go on a trip, it would be that Mexico trip or St. Bart's, New York. Mm. I, I would have loved to be there for St. Bart's. I would have loved to see a Viva Storman. You better go thank. Oh, what was her name? Reed. Totally go thank Reed for bringing Welcome to my trailer. <laughs> That's so good. The one that I would want to be on, and I would just hear it. If we're solely talking about just to relive it, it would have been the Atlanta trip when they went to Tokyo. Oh. Just so I can sit on that bus. That bus. With the fight with Eva and Marlo. That was the most beautiful. That was one of the that was the most beautiful fight I've seen on Real Housewives of Atlanta since oh. season seven down to the Puerto Rico. Oh. Oof. Seven down. You're control. Not, are we talking oh. about Africa with Marlo and Shrek? Now that's the best fight without words. I felt like I had a stroke watching that. (laughs) (laughs) And I keep reliving that stroke all the time. I love that stroke. I feel like I genuinely, like, I watch that and I feel like my entire left side goes numb. Like, what is happening? Why am I losing? Feel like, I feel like that scene gives me COVID. Like, (laughs) it's genuinely like, it is. One of those train wrecks. It's like, how am I watching this? And why do I feel like I have suddenly have like polio? Like, what is happening <laughs> to my life right now? <laughs> Favorite Nene Leaks quote? Mm, I think we see each other's probably. Well, I love I love that heifer with a wig. <laughs> wig. Yeah. Like some married men. Some married men. Ooh. So many good ones. And I think Heffa with Wig. All, all of the, all of the, the noises, sounds, yeah. yeah. All the ones she painted on her uh, purse. Yes, mm-hmm. all of them. Yes. Love it. If you got the opportunity to create your own show, would you create a family show about you and your family? Or would you create a friend show about you and your friend group? I or prefer- would you do a show with the two of y'all? I, well, we would oh. be on the friend Yes, I agree. I think that I would rather do... See, I think I would rather be cast as somebody to come into a group of friends of people that I didn't really know that well. For me, that's the... I don't know if I would want to do reality... I think it gets... You know, I would do more like a Vanderpump Rules with coworkers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like kind of acquaintances. You know, I just... For me, like friendships are very valuable. And so, but I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what friendships I would be willing to give up, but I, I can be pretty feisty in a friendship. So like, it would probably be pretty good TV. I just don't think it would be good for me. See, for me, I don't have enough friends to do a friend show. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of out for me. 
But if I did a family show, it would be extremely fucking toxic. Yeah, it'd be yeah. A hit. It would be a fucking hit, but it'd be extremely toxic. You you just you pay the piper when you're doing things yeah, with people exactly. like that. It's well, hard. You have to. You can be on our friend show. Yeah. Yay! I totally do this. See, that's what I would want to do. Was like I would want to be like you. Like I would want to be the person to like come into a new friend group as like right. somebody that you like just like met doing some random shit. Like like oh, you guys came on my my podcast, so you invited me to dinner with right. your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I could make friends throughout that. And then those relationships. I think it's easier if that relationship started that way because then you both have an understanding of what's going on. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Sorry, what? Oh, I just meant like, you know, like understanding what's happening and all that stuff. It, it makes it easier um, with like kind of expectations of a friendship when, mm-hmm. you know, and you can kind of meter how close and how not close you get to somebody. So, you know, it, it makes it a little easier, less emotional, but. You know. We see each other very day. Oh my gosh. What's and the- I said. Uh, now, why am I in it? That's my favorite unique quote, actually. Yeah, now, why am I in it? See how I get put in stuff? I ain't even kidding, man. If I had to say my favorite, I would have to say there's two. And I say them because I say them all the time, but for very specific reasons. One, I say to my husband just to throw him off. Like, it just throws him off because, like, I just love, love to fuck with him. And then the other one, I'll just say to my sister or like to random people just for the reaction, right? So let's say you're my husband. Just ask me a random question. What do you want for dinner? Lady, okay. <laughs> 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 one of your children. <laughs> For any reason at all. I, like, I will throw that shit at him for any reason. That's so like, funny. Yeah, I love that. Now, if I'm talking to a friend, ask me a random question, Josh. Uh, do you love unicorns? Me, bitch. <laughs> what a great reaction to that question. I love that. See what I mean? mean? It's perfect. Honestly. Give her a wand. Just just please. I'm I'm going through everything. The fact that she said everything. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, everything? Ooh. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from reality television? Oh god, there's so many. So many and yet so few real lessons. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, apologize. Yes, I agree. I think that it helps you look at situations. I think that I've learned that it absolutely isn't always important to be right in every relationship. You, I think really like from like a Jill and Bethany relationship, you learn how like people will like, you're not, it's not gonna just end all the time. People fight differently. People, like, sometimes it's too long. Like, you've got to let things go. And a lot of times in a certain relationships, you have to be the bigger person. Like, you never know when somebody's let just... Let your mouth go. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let them out. When people say that you're dead, lie down. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that is such a good. Jesus Christ, that is iconic. How has the Bravo fandom embraced your podcast? I think you know we've had a lot of good reception. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I've not no negativity. So if yeah, you're out there, been... who's gonna check me, boo? Like, let's get ready. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of different countries and it's fun to talk to people from all over the world and hear perspectives and I think fellow podcast wise we've gotten to make a lot of really nice wonderful friends and have meaningful connections yeah I agree I love that because you know people say that the that the Bravo fandom is so toxic it's so toxic it's so toxic and you know people are scared of the Bravo fans yet I have literally I do this show five days a week and I have interviews five days a week I talk to people all the time and every time I ask this question they're like oh the Bravo fandom is great they're lovely you know I, there, there's two or three assholes but I think they're bots so you know it's whatever but you know most of the my, the majority of my reaction is awesome it's great it's lovely I I positioned that question when I first started doing these interviews because I wanted to know if I was the only one because I was like I have a lot of what people consider to be unpopular opinions which is about to be my next question but a lot of the things that people say that I would get smoke from the Bravo fan I'd be asking for smoke yeah. I want you bitches to come over here and start some shit with me I wish a motherfucker would bring your ass around yeah come to my DMs I dare I be daring you bitches and nobody ever comes with the smoke. Ever. Ever. Like when that shit happened with the bots and Diana and the, I mean Garcelle and, and the people, I got on YouTube Live and I was like, any of you motherfuckers, my Twitter is such and such and such and such. Bring your ass around here. Come around here. I got in all. Not one message. Not one message. I be asking for smoke. Y'all don't want to smoke? Like, what's up? Right. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think, you know, I think the people that actually like Bravo, I think a lot of those comments just come from people that, you know, make those comments about everything. They hate everything and they're just miserable, but they're not going to come for somebody asking for smoke. They want to go ruin somebody's day. Yeah, they're going to make I'm your like, day. Why y'all go, go and talk shit, shit to these housewives? <laughs> And I'm talking shit directly to you, bitches. They, they know a housewife's not going to come up on their doorstep. They don't know you're not. Hey, I, would, I will at you in a heartbeat. <laughs> you're like, you. I'm here to do the census. Is your name <laughs> such and such on Instagram? Okay, now I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> Where were you January 6th? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the Now, once again, because I appreciate that you guys have, like, the official title of, like, the heretics of Housewives, right? Uh-huh. So based on the heretics' opinion, what defines an unpopular opinion? Hmm. That's I interesting. I think, I think that it's honestly, in my unpopular opinion, I think it's one Jeez. of that are so overused. Like, I agree. Like, oh, my God, I have so much Whoa. anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. 
all the things that people just overuse and it completely undermines the meaning. Canceled. So I think, exactly, people just say it because it's a popular thing to say. Most of the time it's not a popular opinion. Like, every that too, calm down. Right, I agree. Right. So based on your definition, what is each of your most unpopular opinion, piece of content, or exchange that you've had about Housewives? Ooh. I mean, that's hard. That's hard. I mean, I think, I think we probably have a lot of people that could probably pop. Loyalty to Teresa. We've, there are almost, I've literally probably, you know what I mean? I think we defend her a lot. I think that there are- We hold her accountable though. I I hold her accountable-ish, but I don't hold her, I hold her accountable (laughs) like like my kid. You know what I mean? There's not a lot that she could really do that could turn me against her because I think in her heart of hearts, I know who she is, I think. You know, look how crazy that sounds. But like, I think for you, she's shown me enough and I understand her as a person that it you would You can tell her when she's wrong, but you'll never disown her. Right, yeah. absolutely. And we do, I always do tell her when she's wrong. And that's probably my most unpopular opinion is I don't think any of them are good people. Okay. <laughs> Word. Word. I do think that it's probably hard now. I don't think that that was necessarily true when it first started. I think people seeking out reality shows now, it's, uh, you know, I think some people kind of came into it a little honestly in the beginning. Like Vicky, I mean, I don't think she sought it out, but I'm not going to say no. You don't have to be a bad person to be a reality star. They were already bad people. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, I mean, I would say that 90% of them are Republicans, so. Um, even the ones that say they aren't. So, so you know, I love, I would I mean, love somebody to release how they all voted, and nobody right. won. There is an account. Please, you just lock it out of your memory. Oh Please yeah, because I don't really want to know. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I like to remain a little delusional, or it ruins it. For me. Send that to me, because I will. If either of you have listened to any episode of my podcast, even the trailer of my podcast, I say at the beginning of every episode, I dive deeper into reality. It, I dive deeper into into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Yeah. Well, that's great. Send me that. Send me I that. Would, I want that. Yep. Mention yep. it all. Mention, mention, mention it all. If you could put a former housewife back on TV right now, who would it be and which franchise would you put her on? I'd do Tinsley, but I would not do a franchise like I would do our Married to Mercer show with her family. Yeah, Lord have Mercer. Yeah. Lord have Mercer, yeah. I think I would do Tinsley too, but we're really big on bringing Lynn Cup back to OC. I would like to bring Lynn back. <gasps> You're so uh, right. Yes, Lynn. Where is Lynn and her bangles? If, if, well, the bangles are still for sale. Yep. Um, you can buy them. Lynn's cups. hundred and twenty dollars. But I would love to see what's still going expensive. on there. Yep, still expensive. Yep. <laughs> delusional. You're delusional. Love that for her. Did you guys watch Bravo before Housewives? Yes. What show? Watched. I watched Queer as. I, I watched uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, Being Bobby Brown. I watched that show with Robin Anthony's brother. 
My Life on the D list. Yeah, the the show where they cut the hair. I forget that yeah. show. Yeah, Robin Anton's brother. The first time you ever saw the Pussycat Dolls was really on that show. Um, that part. Uh, I watched Let's everything on Bravo. I, love- I think. Ra- the Rachel Zoe project for sure. I think that was at the same time though. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all loved all the great things. Project oh, Runway. Sweet. Love Project Runway. So I like you two as people. Good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've been, we've been studying for a long time. <laughs> so what's your favorite non-Bravo reality show? Mm, Stacy and Darcy. Yeah, <laughs> I love 100%. I, I um I love TLC a lot. I do love like I love I, I used to love Smothered and like Mama's Boy and those the crazy sisters. I love intervention. I I watch uh, Sur- I love it. I like Survivor too. I like a competition show. I love America's Next Top Model. I still mm-hmm. watch um, Making the Cut. I mean, do I watch anything other than reality TV? I, I'm always somewhere with it. I love the Kardashians. I can't stop. I I wish they would release the episodes like two weeks after things happen though. I think they have the power to edit and release as they go, and I wish they would do that. But other than that. It, it, it would, would make a difference. It would make a difference. Now everything's kind of stale, but they have the power to change the landscape. They have the money. They have the family. They run the production. You could cut anything that you wanted, and then if there's something you want to put in at the end of the season, put it in at the end of the season. Like give especially me a show that's we're live, supposed to, pretty much. Especially because we're supposed to be seeing Kim's relationship with Pete play out this season, and, and we already knew they broke up before. Yeah. Well, and I don't think it's going to play out. I don't think it's going to play out either. I think that the reason so they broke up. Oh, uh, I think a lot of it's already been cut out. I think the reason uh, that they broke up was because he didn't want to agree for that much stuff to be in the show. Then why did you film for all of that time? Oh, I don't think that he completely understood, you know, that they were willing to show everything. You know, I mean, if He's on Saturday night live. I know. NSL. I, know. I don't Sandberg. <laughs> like, how does that not make sense? Okay, sure, sure, sure. We'll yeah, I don't that. buy that. We'll either. just stay delusional. Yeah, I don't we'll stay buy delusional. That he's in production. He writes films. He's not stupid. No. How did you not, like, who do you think, who, who swindled you? Nobody. Okay. What's your favorite Bravo show outside of the HCU? By HBU, I mean Housewives. Housewives, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Married to Men. Same. Uh, the most underrated. I love Married to Medicine. Uh, yeah. I love the Below I Deck universe. Married to Medicine. Oh, I love Below Deck too. Yeah, but uh, Married to Medicine. I think you shouldn't be able to say you love reality TV if you don't watch Married to Medicine. Thoughts on Contessa this season? Hmm. Um, I don't know if I have a lot of, I don't like Scott very much, and I don't really believe in that relationship. I like Contessa, though. I do like Scott Contessa. is another Ralph for me. Scott yes, is 100. absolutely a Ralph, and he brings down Contessa, because that makes me not trust her. But I yes. like her a lot as a person, and I think she, I, I, I want to <laughs> the best for her. So. I love to look at her. I love watching. She's so gorgeous. Doctors. Her so, body oh, was sick. 
it's incredible. I love, I love it. I will die happy listening to Dr. Simone laugh. I just yeah. I agree with everything you guys are saying about Contessa, but and however, I also feel like up until this season, she was one of my favorites. Uh-huh. But then I feel like she used Heavenly for a storyline. I feel like she retroactively got mad about some shit in order to take the heat off of her talking about her marriage on the show. Because she took her ass on Heavenly's YouTube channel and talked shit about Anila and talked mm-hmm. shit about all the other girls, talked shit about Toya when she was mad at the bitches. She didn't have no problem with Heavenly talking shit about Scott or I'm um, saying anything on her YouTube channel when it was convenient to her storyline for the show. Right. When it was convenient to her sympathy plot. Well, I think she's sudden, I think she's kind of faking in her whole life. I don't think she wants any focus on her family anymore. And so she's deflecting. I think Great. she's in a really dark place. Um, I do too. They're going to get divorced. The, this but is she's Shannon in Bedore. Place. Yeah. Yes, exactly. This is the renew your vows. Shit this is me. the renew your yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't have a vow renewal. They yeah. are this is the dark renewal. place. Where yep. you go past the trauma and you have the smile painted on and you're like, we're past it. It's great. And you're really lashing out. And this being- is when your marriage jumps I- the shark. Yeah, yes. For sure. Um, now, let's just step into the land of make-believe really quick. If either of you had children, do, you ha- do either of you have children? No. No, no. no. Just check it. Would you let them work for Lisa Vanderbilt? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. So say your child comes to you, they're 19, 20 years old. They've been working at Pump for a year now, right? Mm-hmm. They come to you and they're like, hey Ma, hey Dad. Or Ma, depending on how you and Nathan are playing. Um <laughs> I've been at Pump for a year now. They love me. I've, you know, I've made such great, great friends with everybody. They want me to test for Vanderpump rules. How do you feel about that? What's your advice? I would say fucking go for it. I I mean, yeah, for sure. I I honestly wouldn't mind my kid going through that I mean, that would be my dream for them by any means. I'd be like, it's solid at home here, sweetie. It's fine, but you go make that money. But I would just, I would think, I would think that that would be their goal or to be into showbiz music somehow in that industry if they did want to work for Lisa Vanderpump. So I wouldn't be caught off guard at all. I'd be like, yeah, I figured. Like, oh, so you're a Sheena. Got it. No, yeah. You're that girl I thought you were. Yeah. So let's say your child is on Vanderpump. Okay, bye. (laughs) Got Exactly, right. So they're on Vanderpump Rules. They've been on Vanderpump Rules two seasons. They're a big hit. They're replacing Lala. They're a smash. Everybody loves them on the show. They come home for Thanksgiving. They call you two weeks before and they say, Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. I'm thinking of bringing home my new boyfriend. It's James Kennedy. 
Oh, uh, God. No. Well, it's over. I'm divorcing my child. Um, <laughs> never. Have James Kennedy. Are they bringing is, cameras? Is Lisa Renna's cancer? Yes. Bring cameras. I'd be like, oh my God, I love him so much. And then I would fucking blow his ass up at the dinner table. As soon as he sat down at the table. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I'd be like, can you please pin your ears before you sit down? Um, we don't let wombats in our kitchen. Uh, wow. Anyways, see you later. Uh, <laughs> bye, bitch. Fucking, I can't handle DJ James Kennedy. What a disappointment. How much have you drank today? Oh, I've had one glass. One glass. No, I'm saying that would oh. be my first <laughs> question to James. <laughs> I was like, damn, mom, I've had one glass. That reminds me of Joan Rivers' documentary, A Piece of Work. I, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a scene in there when she's talking to Melissa Rivers and she's talking about all the dangers of smoking and like how she saw this article about smoking cigarettes and how it's like the number one cause of lung cancer instead of the third. And the entire time, Melissa Rivers just keeps saying over and over, but I've gotten down to two or three a day. Can you just be happy that I've gotten down to that? But I've gotten yes. down to two or three a day. Can you just be happy? <laughs> but I've gotten down to two or three a day. Can you just support me, bitch? Literally, their reality show, too. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Who's your favorite Housewives duo? Oh, I, I, that's hard. I think everybody has the ones that worked really worked. You know what I mean? And so I think they all brought something different. Like I love Stephanie and Brandy. They were so light and stupid. Uh, and you know what I mean? Like, I think that, I think the ones that lasted the longest are better. Like I love Jill and Bethany, but I understand why they don't work. I, I actually think Nini probably and Nene and Kim. Oh, I, Nene I, and I, Cynthia. Yeah. I love Nene and Kim, but the ignorance, you know. So I yeah. have to do Nini and Cynthia. Do you want to sit over Nini's house and eat chicken? <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I sure. That wig squeezing your poor Kim. Wig squeezing her head too. Because <laughs> <laughs> what kind of idiot what, doesn't love fried chicken? It's delicious. It's like right. I mean, food group. Like, get out of here. It absolutely is. The bottom of my food pyramid. What? Oh my God, too funny. If you could join a franchise of Housewives or create a Housewives, a, a Housewives franchise, which would you do? Um, I would want to join New Jersey because I love food. But they always have tons of food there. I so would want- want any of Harry Hamlin's bolognese sauce? Okay, mm. I see what kind of girl you are. All right. Mm-hmm. I'd rather start new. I would rather, I don't want to join a group that already has. I think there's something damaging about assuming what you know about people from TV and then joining. And I think that it makes a weird perception. I'd rather come yeah, into a new. Oh, God. Also, my arch nemesis. <laughs> Hate that bitch, too. Bye. Love that. So. Why do you hate Jackie? Well, you know, I hate Jackie because she came for Tree too hard and our sweet, sweet Gia. Um, but I, I, I liked her much better this season 
when she actually really was focused on herself. Well, she was just really like, you know, for me, she was one of those people that was clearly a huge fan and then got on the show and acted like she was too cool for school. If you're a fan, be a fan. Be like, I fucking love this. Noella. Noella, that's what I was gonna say. That doesn't always work either. Well, that's because Noella was talked like this. And also like, had no real story herself. She cried the whole time. And she wasn't a good instigator. She thought she knew the show too much. I'm just saying, don't go on there and act like you're too cool for school. And also don't go on there acting like you know what's going on. Like, and that's Noella's problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't be, you study the housewives, but you have to realize the show is edited. You have to yes. film for months at a time. You get these people to trust you, then you spread their drama and right. have them. You have to exactly. come in the next step. Yeah, she You is. just jump straight into, straight hand on You walked in that bitch like Kill Bill. You walked in that bitch like Beatrice <laughs> Kiddo. She yeah. had a yellow jumpsuit on though. She had Bruce Lee's jumpsuit on and she was walking in that bitch like the crazy 88. Absolutely. Like, she thought she's coming in there to burn down the house and she was just burning an empty lot. Yes, she just set a fire in somebody's driveway like like she's Amanda Like Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Ooh, that's not me eating soup. <laughs> <laughs> if you could work on a franchise, would you want to produce, edit, or cast the show? Cast. I'd probably want to produce, but I think absolutely cast. I think they need a lot of help with casting. Mm. I would probably want to edit. That's Just because I love editing. Yeah. I feel like that's where the real story is told. It absolutely is. Like, I would love to see that months and months and months worth of footage that I have to edit chopped down into 13 weeks. See, my oh. problem is is that oh, I couldn't, I couldn't chop it and I would put in weird stuff that nobody else thought was funny. Like, I would just put in, like, there had to be a scene where Sonia Morgan went, like, crazy on a mousetrap. You know what I mean? Like, one got caught yeah. in her hair. Like, where's that footage? And we always yeah. say, like, where's all of Melania's footage when, from when yes. she was, like, four? Like, I would yes. just, like, so, like... Where's the footage of Gio writing Wicked of Minimum? <laughs> where's that footage where wait a minute where's the fucking notebook where she wrote it down why is that not in the clubhouse right that should be absolutely the clubhouse and at least at Bravo that should Con. be published as gia's first book yeah the notebook the, the the diary that that song is written in should be gia's first book melania sometimes you have to see your toes i was like what so good. God genius. She You're is a, a Grammy. What is? <laughs> oh, hell, not a Grammy. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I've seen people get Grammys for less. Exactly. Um, what is your favorite wedding on Housewives? Uh, oh. I think maybe Nene I don't, and Greg. I hate the wedding episodes. You I like, like the wedding episodes. I hate them a lot of times. I don't like the bill, like I think they're too long. I don't really love the specials. They don't really, I wish it was just one episode. I don't really love how long the specials are. Um, I liked Nini's and Greg's too. I think it was probably my favorite wedding special. Um, I think my favorite wedding was Cynthia's first wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the- All the fucking 
chaos for one your mother hides your the marriage, marriage license. license are you fit and then they're on they're sitting with a camera that is clearly two feet away from their face as zoomed in as that camera is they have to be close to zoom in that close right so they're like literally the camera is directly between her mother's eyebrows Mel is like, so do you think that we should tell her about the license? Do you think we should tell her that we hit it? And she's sitting there with the with the marriage license sticking out of her bra. Like, I don't <laughs> think we should tell her. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you think this is. I don't. Why would we tell her? Why? Why? Love that. Leave in that gray dress. It's what I, I, I like. I agree, and I liked that that was incorporated in the show. See, they showed enough I do of too. the wedding, and that it was drama. I don't need a four-episode special. I don't Thank need you. to see all your bridesmaids that I don't know unless they're entertaining. Um, your bridesmaids. Yeah, I just you know I don't need all of that. And I think I'm getting to the point. It's like going to doctor's appointments with IVFs. I'm just tired of like watching it. I'm like, oh god, not again. I'm kind of tired of an IVF journey, but that, I don't want to say that out loud because I feel like that's going to kill Dr. Jackie's surrogacy spinoff. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We don't, we need Dr. Jackie to have another show for sure. But I would like Simone to be on. I do too. Like, I like, I like, I, I would love for like them to like, Simone to like partner in with a new franchise and like them have a spinoff of like them doing a new practice of like surrogacy centers together where it's like, Dr. Simone's um, oh, doing the OBGYN, Jackie's doing the surrogacy, and they open up a new practice together. I need Or do mobile practice and go around the yes. country. Yes. Yes, so we can get the Nene Kim road trip, but they going around doing doing um, pap smears and surrogacy connections. Um, yes. Yes, let's put frozen eggs in a van and send them around America. That's what yes. we yes. do. Imagine them driving around with a mobile sperm bank. Yes. <laughs> and let these women go through catalogs <sighs> and go so that they're so that they don't know whether their baby daddy is an axe murderer or a child molester. <laughs> but they will know so when you that they <laughs> right, they should just it should be like Russian roulette and they just pick a vial. Yeah, the they just best pick a vial and, and it should be called You Wanna Buy a Kid? That's what it's called. Hey you wanna buy a kid? <laughs> Right, just wheel of semen. Just have like this, just light <laughs> up and just spin it like wheel of fortune. Can I buy a bell? Can, can we have a um? Can we have a sailor, a person dressed as a sailor, spin the wheel of semen? Please, a semen. Please. A little semen on semen action. Can we please have Aaron, Denise's husband, dressed as a sailor? Perfect. Have Mauricio so there funny. to like pick the vials out. Yes. Whoa. Yes. They just posted a picture of them walking and everybody should check that out. It's really, it's like John Hamm, you know, his, his boner picture. It's very there, very there. So. Love that for him. Yeah. I it, love uh, that. She wasn't lying, honey. She wasn't lying. Listen, I downloaded that picture from her Instagram. I was like, wait a fucking minute. What's she talking about? I don't see no penis up in this picture. I had to zoom in a little bit, but I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. Oh, he's a grower. <laughs> <laughs> got it god god bless you we may not know what the fuck he does at his job but we sure know what what, what the fuck he doing in that bedroom Shout yes out to yes do you think denise has had the o shot yes. no 
I don't. I wonder. I feel like she wouldn't do it on camera, but I feel like she's had it. I don't think she needs it. Oh, no, because I feel like all the machines that that we don't know exactly what they do that Aaron is hooking up to and, 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 and uh, hooking up uh, her up to, we don't know what the hell that's actually doing to them. It could be fucking up her pH balance or something. <laughs> You're right. Like, shout out to her. Shout what's out. Been to your, her. What's been your most painful reality TV breakup? Mm. The problem is I don't know if I've had one. Um, oh, you're like, oh, I'm glad she left his ass. Fuck him. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I thought you meant I was breaking up with the show. Like, I had to quit one. Um, no, oh, I'm like, who, uh, who's broken up on TV? That I was like, like I watch oh, all of them, actually. I don't ever get it. Um, <laughs> um, <my laughs> the, the Marriage of Medicine, Becky and Simone both were going through divorces. Uh, that I think Don and Vicky for me. Oh, that was... Uh, I think, yeah, she should have never left on. So, I agree. I agree. And I, ah, oh man, Simone and Cecil, when that, when she turned in that chair and said, yeah, we filed and our divorce oh. will be final next week. Wow. Girl, that's a date. Like, it's oh. Friday. Damn. Oh, word. That, that, that felt violent. When she said that, like, I felt like I got punched in the mouth. I was like, oh, Same. my word. Like, I felt Ooh. like Lisa Vanderpump when fucking Brandy slapped her ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. No, that is not a thing. A tragedy. <laughs> hey, y'all, I, I, I got it. I actually got to go. My phone's almost dead. Well, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. We can close with with this because I only had like two more questions. Okay, we could do two more questions. I only, I'm at 5%. I just didn't want to disappear on you. Oh, sweet. Favorite tagline? Oh, that's so hard. Um, mine is, tagline. mine's not, I don't have a specific favorite, but I loved in Atlanta in the beginning when they had like the sound bites, like, oh. Oh, oh, with candy? With, oh, yes. <laughs> and maybe small. Yes. My empire just keeps on growing. Uh, yes. I feel like I don't connect a lot to taglines, except when they're, you know, like when they're going on, I enjoy them. I mean, I love, I loved when Sonia was the straw that stirs the drink. Um. Uh, I don't really, I feel like there are more I'd love. I'd have to look at them all. There's been so many. I mean, how many have there been now? There have been so billions. many. Billions and billions served. They're like McDonald's now. <laughs> billions and billions <laughs> served. <laughs> you can get Krispy Kremes there now. Okay. Okay. It's billions more. I think the only, well, the only tagline that I've ever connected to was Ebony. I've worked twice mm. as hard for half as much, and now I'm coming for everything. Yeah, Love that. so good. So and good. Uh, Portia, the Portia social justice one. That was my second one. Ugh, love Portia so much. Now Thank I may Portia be now. social distancing, but I'm here for social justice. Yes, live for that. Live for that one. And then there's two from Orange County that I absolutely live for. It's Tamara's faith, family, and fitness are the only Fs I give. Uh huh. 
and then Vicky's. I, I am my own boss, and I think it's time for a race. So yes. good. So good. So good. Now, my last question so that Josh can go and charge his phone and fuck his husband, and you can go and do <laughs> whatever you gonna go do. Since I don't know if you're gonna be nasty enough to tell me. <laughs> We're gonna close with the ultimate housewives question. Okay. What is your tagline? Okay. You want to go first or me? You go first. You always go. Okay. I've got a PhD on TV, so you better think twice before you come for me. Yes, rhyme. Always rhyming. Always rhyming. Loves a rhyme. I do. And mine would be, my name means sunshine, but my intention is shade. Ooh. Y'all have good ones. Mine is off-putting. Okay. Mine is off-putting. Okay. <clears throat> totally not aggressive. Just black. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I if I if they gave Bad Girls Club lines, mine would be, um, I like bad bitches, and that's my motherfucking problem. That's what <laughs> that, that's what mine really would be, but they wouldn't give me that in Bravo World. So of course. I don't know if they would let my tagline fly, to be honest with you. Well, they should. But if they did, my my um backup tagline would be, uh, I'm still young enough to grow, but old enough to know. Oh, I love I that. I love that. You should put that on a shirt, bitch. Put that on a shirt now. Sell that. Coming soon, Pat. Coming pending. soon, Pat coming pending. soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys so much. This has been an amazing conversation. You've been my first threesome. Oh, uh, wish I could say the same. I'm literally smoking <laughs> a cigarette right now. I've enjoyed <laughs> oh, it so much. Thank I'm, you, guys. Thank you. We did, too. It was a great conversation. Yeah, Thanks for having us. Make sure you guys let everybody know where to follow you, where to find the pod, where to follow you, where to come and find you and all of your amazing shenanigans. You can listen to our podcast, Housewives Heretics, anywhere you podcast. And our Instagram is at housewivesheretics underscore. That's it. I mean, you can also email us at housewivesheretics at gmail.com. And then we're tagged in everything. So you can individually follow us if you want. But we come as a group, bitch. Wait. Love that. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been amazing. I will be jumping in your DM soon. I love you guys so much. You guys have to come back for my reality recap when I just have former guests on the show come back as friends of the show to just come on and talk about just whatever reality TV they've been watching, old, new, current, old, whatever, and just all the reality TV news that's happening right now. And we just talk a lot of shit, basically. We love that. Live, yeah. Thank you guys so much. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. Get to a charger. Yes. Get some sex. Get Get us some wine. <laughs> Only so one much. big cup. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> have a good night. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. That was my conversation with the Housewives Heretics. I hope you guys enjoyed Josh and Kaylindy just as much as I did because their sermon really took me to church this episode. 
I want to extend my sincerest gratitude to the both of them for taking time to make time for me. I can't wait to have you guys back for the reality recap. Make sure you guys go and subscribe to their podcast and follow them both and their podcast on social media. With that being said, also make sure you guys go to this podcast's Instagram, Real Reality Realness on Instagram, and follow all the things of the things that have to do with me, Cherie LeBeau, this podcast, and my sister podcast, Housewives History with Megan and Cherie. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate every single person in every single place in every single country and every single time zone listening to this podcast. I love all of you from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave five star reviews, all of the things of the things. I appreciate you guys so much. With that being said, make sure you guys always be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Cherie Laveau. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, love you. Bye. Peace.